Hey, this is Cleveland Brown, and y'all listening to the About Last Night podcast. I guess your TV must be broken. Ha <laughs> just kidding. Actually, I'm not kidding. You're bored. Today's episode of the About Last Night podcast is brought to you by Koi CBD. Ooh, CBD oil, baby. Feeling relaxed just hearing me talk about it, aren't you? If you don't know what CBD oil is, don't feel like a dum-dum. Adam's here to tell you. CBD is an oil derived from industrial hemp and has no psychoactive effects, man. So you can get the medical benefits, okay, from the hemp plant without getting high. There's no weed. You're not going to get paranoid. It's a great natural alternative to over-the-counter and pharmaceutical drugs. People use CBD oil uh, for pain, depression, anxiety, stress, inflammation. Uh, New benefits are being discovered for CBD oil all the time. My mom uses the topical cream from Koi CBD, and uh, it's helped immensely, uh, which is big time because she's been having a a tough time with arthritis and finding uh, a solution. And Koi CBD is stepping up to the plate with their topical creams. They've got uh, uh, tincture uh, droplets, uh, vape pens, edibles, pet products for your uh, for your dogs and cats to ch- to chill out. Come on, it's a stressful life being a cat and a dog. You want to chill out? Get some Koi CBD treats. They got topical products and more. All their products are manufactured in the USA with 100% natural CBD oil. It's a family-owned and operated company, and it truly is the best-tasting CBD products on the market. I feel like left and right, uh, people are approaching me after shows, uh, just being in the comedy business because comedy and and uh, you know CBD kind of go hand in hand. Uh, it's great stress reliever for our world. Uh, the Koi CBD gummies I fuck with daily because uh, it puts me in a Zen state before I start my day and at night. Kind of relaxes me and, and helps me sleep better. Quite honestly, it's America's number one trusted CBD brand. All the Koi CBD products are THC free, uh, and there's a guaranteed purity, safety, and consistency level in all of their products. They're the best tasting CBD products on the market. Again, I've tried so many. Um, the amount of people that have you know been like, try these pens. We got these flavors and these you know you can put strawberry. Roop your foot. Like, shut, shut up, man. No, I'm going with Koi CBD because they got the most shit and the best tasting shit. And quite honestly, um, it's made me feel the best at any of the products I've tried. And that's why they're America's number one trusted CBD brand. So if you want to get your stress relief on, your relaxation going, and start living a better, healthier life, get rid of that depression, anxiety, stress, and just start feeling better, then, uh, then, then get hooked up with Koi CBD, okay? Head on over right now to KoiCBD.com, that's K-O-I-C-B-D.com, and enter promo code ABOUTLASTNIGHT for 20% off any retail order from the website. That's KoiCBD.com, promo code ABOUTLASTNIGHT for 20% off any retail order from the website. Gummies, tinctures, pens, creams, they got it all. I'm telling you, they're the shit. And, uh, And Brad and I couldn't love them more. Who knows? They might fucking make Brad grow, which would ruin his act, but but uh, would help them reach the Cocoa Puffs on the top shelf. And now enjoy a brand new episode of the About Last Night podcast with Brad Williams and Adam Ray. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Welcome back to the About Last Night podcast. Brand new episode today with the one and only Tony Hale. Holy shit. You know him from Veep, Arrested Development, The Heat, a new uh, voice in the new Toy Story 4. He's got a new cartoon uh, that he created coming out on Netflix that I'm actually uh, doing some voices on called Archibald coming out uh, next fall. Um, the guys and everything, one of the greatest, Tony Hale. Uh, this episode was, uh, man, so fucking fun. Tony's just so funny and uh, a, a great dude and uh, one of the comedy greats. You know what I'm saying? Just um, look at anything he's ever been in. 
Uh, this conversation ruled, so definitely follow Tony on Instagram and Twitter at Mr. Tony Hale. Follow me at Adam Ray Comedy, Brad at Funny Brad, um, at ALN Podcast. Uh, next week, I'll be in Los Angeles, all my LA shows for the next two weeks, actually, at AdamRayComedy.com. And then I'll be at Acme Comedy Club in Minnesota, uh, April 16th through the 20th. So get your tickets at AdamRayComedy.com for that. Brad Williams and I will be in Austin, Texas at Moon Tower, April 27th. And that Friday before, just announced last week, I'll be at the uh, Kevin and Bean April Foolishness Show at the Microsoft Theater in Los Angeles, April 26th. Uh, me, Ray Romano, Greg Fitzsimmons, Felipe Esparza, Jamie Lee. It's going to be a fucking blast. Get your tickets at uh, KevinandBean.com. Brad Williams, uh, April 18th through the 19th. going to be at Skyline Comedy Club. In Appleton, Wisconsin, go see Brad. Tickets at bradwilliamscomedy.com. Uh, She-Ra Season 2 drops April 26th on Netflix. Check that out. Subscribe and uh, like the podcast on iTunes. Follow us uh, on Stitcher, Spotify, uh, Laughable, the uh, the podcast app. And comment and rate the uh, podcast on the iTunes page. Helps us climb the charts. And uh, shop adamray.com for Adam Ray merch. About last night, podcast.com for all your ALN merch. And uh, make sure to pre-order my album, April 11th, Read the Room, coming out on all platforms where you get audio and comedy. Uh, Read the Room, April 11th, pre-order. All right? So many great apps coming up, so make sure you're subscribed. Tell your friends, tell your fram- f- fr- your family. Holy shit. Uh, let's get into the episode. We got the tour dates, Twitter handles, and merch info out of the way. Sit back, relax, and enjoy a brand new episode of the About Last Night podcast with Tony Hale. Well, the weekend's over, so it's time to chat about it got a midget and a juice so why don't you sit down and listen to a no podcast during lunch dinner or breakfast brad williams and adam ray are here for you any time of the day so come on and treat yourself right it's about last night Listen, we get your tweets, we get your emails. You just say the same thing. Enough, Enough of those famous people. <laughs> what about you guys? Back to the original non-fames. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You guys got so famous. You just like to talk about famous people. We want to hear what's going on in your lives. And and we hear you and we understand. And uh and and, and to be honest, I agree. Yeah. We we should be talking to you guys more. We should be telling you what's going on. I mean, do you know what color Adam's poop was today? I don't. Let's find out. Adam, <laughs> green, purple, red, <coughs> eat some beets and forget. Well, first of all, what, what, what happened? I didn't know poop could get purple. And that's <laughs> funny that you say that because my sister told me today, I was on the phone. It's so funny when you just talk. Sometimes I get annoyed when my sister uh, just keeps me on the phone and starts yeah. dealing, doing mom stuff. And I'm just like, she forgets I'm on the phone. Right. But she's like. She's like, no, I, I still want to talk, but, yeah, but I'm then, going to handle this. Yeah, and mom, you know, the the, the kids don't stop, and so, no. oh, you're talking to Uncle Adam. And she doesn't I'll say, do hold nothing. on a second, which no. I don't need her to, but she'll literally be mom. like, she'll go, uh, I, I've heard sound bites like, get that Sharpie out of your mouth. <laughs> no, the strawberries don't go in that hole, you know, things like. But today she goes, um, she goes, uh, Jackson, if you're going to, uh, please, no more Oreos. You have it all over your face. It's going to make your, your poop purple. And then I go. <laughs> That's a thing. <laughs> I was. I'm worried about ISIS. I'm worried yeah. about the Mueller report. I, I'm worried about all that. Purple poop is not even. Wait, you said Mueller. Is it Mueller or, or Mueller? Mueller. Mueller. 
Bueller. <laughs> was it the Bueller report? Wait, did you say I'm Ferris? Sorry. Ferris. Um, Ferris Bowler. Ferris Bueller's. <laughs> Ferris. Bu- Ferris. It's the sequel to Ferris, Ferris Bueller. Bueller. Yeah, Fer- Ferris Mueller indicts a president. Everyone knows that. That's that's Bueller sequel. or Mueller. I, I mean, like, know. how has no politician made that joke yet? I mean, how has not he stood up in Congress and been like Mueller? Mueller. <laughs> Mueller. I'm the same guy that thought it was your Netflix Quay for like two years. Yeah. So I don't know a That's lot. That's okay. I don't know words. You know a lot. I, I know What's a lot. What's that song? I don't know much, <laughs> but I know I love you. But I know it's Muller. Who is that? Is that Aaron Neville? Was that Norm? Neville? Was it uh, Chris Christopherson? I'm just naming people that are on yacht rock stations. <laughs> that's it. Because personally, that's my go-to in the morning. Well, first of all, I Ori- say Alexa, play yacht rock. <laughs> yeah. And then yacht rock comes in, and it's What's, pretty amazing. What do you think is the top yacht rock? Yacht rock music. Yacht oh, you have one. Let's find out. Because it's about to start playing. What is that? Toto Africa. There you go. That's a good Yacht Rock hit. Wow. Come on. Now, I know my ears are bigger than yours. Yes. But is that why I heard that from beyond the table and you didn't? I don't know. Is is, is that a Jewish stereotype we're not aware of? Big ears? Big noses, (laughs) big ears. My nose, I feel like, isn't as Jewy as it could be. (laughs) I'm not touching that topic. All right. (laughs) (laughs) There's nothing I could say there that won't get me in trouble in this town. (laughs) And not this close to Passover. No, it's not that Jewy. (laughs) We'll be right back. Yeah, yeah. We'll be right back with uh, Brad wishes he still has a career. (laughs) Not going to happen. No, uh, I I would think the most Yacht Rocky song is uh, Sailing. Sailing takes me away. Now the InSync version or the um, the uh, whoever else has sure done that, it. Pretty sure that's Chris Christopherson, right? It is, yeah, that, that's the first one. He's also done like ride, ride like the wind, right? What's it? It's from Anchorman. See, I don't know the names of any songs. Yeah, you just unless you say the name in the song. Unless you say Susu Studio, right? I'm not gonna know that that's what it's called, right? Like, okay, Gangster's Paradise, yeah. That's Tonight we want to party like it's 1999. Yeah, and you we like know emphasize all the title. that shit. But as we discussed on a previous podcast, when you're Sean Mullins and you name your and you sing, everything's gonna be all right, rockabye, rockabye, yes. and then you call the song lullaby, you're a fucking yeah, douchebag. You're an asshole. Yes, because we all know the song as rockabye. It's it's like if Jurassic Park, if in the movie he was like, welcome to Jurassic place and we're <laughs> like, like no no fuck you not what Jurassic it's called Park, that's what it's called <laughs> welcome to the dinosaur place yeah exactly all all i'm saying is if, if you say just say the name of the song in the song so then we know how to tell our, our friends right that that's the name of the song alexa does do oreos give you purple poop <laughs> All right. Well, she then know that one. Then then fuck off. <laughs> apparently, you know what? Apparently, she's not a gastroenterologist. Here's my thing. Now, can <laughs> by the way, I don't know what that word is. I don't know what it means. <laughs> don't ask me to say it again. Um, you know, people would uh, argue that uh, that we aren't celebrities, but we did play in the celebrity NBA All Star game. Goddamn right. So now what? Now, uh, amigos, you know, yeah. quit blowing me up on Twitter. And yeah. uh, I did up Doctor Oz. You did up Steve Smith. It Damn doesn't right. get more celebby than that. Come on. And you just sold out the Wilbur, so that's pretty celebby. Yeah, the fucking Wilbur, that the, kid. 
The most fun name, the most fun fucking theater name to say. The most fun fucking theater. In the, in the accent of, of the region. Now, how, now, you know how like we'll be in certain cities and we'll jokingly be like, tell, you know, like in Phoenix, I'm always like, tell Dan Marley to come to the shows. Or yeah, 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 yeah. Utah, I'm like, tell John Stockton's, you know, nephew to come to the show, <laughs> you know, of age, you know. Yeah. And um, who did you do that in Boston oh, to? Oh, I, I said, tell Robert Kraft uh, to, to tell the woman that jerks him off Hilarious. to come to the show. <laughs> That's what that's funny. What I wanted. That's topical, and, and she's a great laugher. And I did, I did a Robert Kraft joke. Uh, you had to while on stage. One second, Alexa, shut up. <laughs> and the place went bonkers. Of course it, it did. It was so, it was so great. And and you, you and I have seen this both uh, on the road recently, where it's just. Um, we're going back to places where years ago we were selling 100 tickets, 150 tickets. Yep. And now we're selling out and selling 400 tickets or in case of, in case of the Wilbur, 1,000 tickets. Yeah. And it's pretty crazy because I, re- I remember going to that theater and having just the bottom section be filled and be looking up at the top section like, who could sell that? Yeah. You'd have to be fucking uh, Cosby, Raffy, yeah, Raffy Cosby, <laughs> Raffy Cosby, <laughs> which is one of his nephews. Yeah, uh, did the jokes without the raping. Yeah, um, but yeah, it it, it 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 was pretty surreal to walk out. Um, I post a video on my Instagram. You've done it how many times? Uh, this is my third. So, and this was the first time that it was yeah. to the yeah. to the brims. Yeah, yeah, pretty great. Way cooler. Yeah, way more laughs. Way more laughs. They tell you ahead of, in advance. Uh, they told me that it was going really well. And because uh, I, I was posting like crazy on social media, trying to get people out, and it was awesome. And uh, it, it's funny. I have, and here's the crazy part: the meet and greet afterward. Because you know, I sell the merch and do the yep. thing. The meet and greet. I was out there in the lobby of that Wil- of that Wilba Theater longer than I was on stage. I was on stage for an hour fifteen. I was doing a meet and greet for an hour thirty. Because so many, they just all I mean, lined up. Well, a, it's you know way more people than a comic yeah. club, so more opportunity for more interactions. Yeah, but they all stuck around. Like, can you imagine being that person at the very end That's of that awesome. line? And it, it was great. That's so cool, man. That that part was pretty. So now, yeah, it shows legit. when you go back next time. Yeah, that that that's the hope. And thankfully, Boston's just such a. The politically correct gene hasn't hit the city of Boston yet. Yeah, I don't think it ever will. They're pretty. They invented the uh, <laughs> the. Uh, well, I mean, go fuck your mother. Yeah, right? like, I mean, so. as as big of a Laker fan as I am, I will give the Boston Celtic fans credit for what I think is the greatest chant of all time. What's that? Which is uh, when Lamar Odom was playing there uh, in the NBA Finals. It was Lakers against Celtics. Uh, he was dating Khloe Kardashian or married to her, and the Boston the Boston Garden started chanting "Ugly Sister." Ugly oh sister. And I'm god. like, fuck. Oh my god. Because now I you sure they weren't chanting sister, sister. <laughs> bring it back. Bring it back. Sister, sister. Yeah. But like, but like that. I, they always say like athletes tune that shit out. There's no way. Oh no. You can't tune no. that out. The basketball arena is is intimately large to yeah. where uh, chants that are you know embraced by the whole arena. I mean, you're hearing all that. Yeah, exactly. That's why these you know players are getting into fights with fans. Which I mean, fuck, dude. We've all <laughs> said some crazy shit, but like, hey, man, say it from the nosebleeds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, yeah, don't say it to Russell Wilson as he's walking in front of you, or Russell Westbrook. Any, 
Oh. Any Russell. Don't say I, it to I, Russell Crowe. Especially, <laughs> he'll throw a phone at you. <laughs> Russell Brand will probably yeah, just yeah, outsmart yeah. you. Oh, that's right. So so you say I'm a pussy, do you? Well, let me tell you. what the, what, what the, 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 the pussy is the giver of life, you see? We all, we all come from a pussy. So really, when you call me a pussy, it's just saying that you bring all life to everyone. So thank you. Now that we've heard your Russell Westbrook, let's hear your Russell Brand. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, uh, sh- shout out to Jay Moore for teaching me how to do the... Uh, Russell Brand impression. Yeah. I can't do it without doing the hands. Like I like I have to do like oh, it, it, it kind of like to it. fairy hands. So like it like kind of keeps that going. Um, and now then, and, then, and then you were in Vegas. I was in Vegas. Yeah. Which look, I love the gig. Yeah. Norm came out. Katie came out. Awesome. The fam came out. Um, there you go. It was uh, it was great. It was also you know um, just in my album. And so definitely was trying to do a bunch of new shit. And yeah. Vegas is a good place for that because you're getting all walks of life. Mm-hmm. Um, the crowd work is always exceptional there because people are so fucked up. And so, again, it's like when I talk about going to Walmart past 1 a.m. and seeing every type of person you forgot this planet has. <laughs> Vegas is truly that. Where it's oh, like yeah. the, the, the people are... Because Vegas, it's, it's like an airport. It's like a... And it's like a beach. It's just like a place that, and that then, everyone at some point will go to. And then you and Sandy Danto went to some kind of convention on Instagram. Where were you? Oh, we went to the, um, I want to say, it's not LSD or ASL. It was the PSD. No, the oh, fucking. Oh. Uh, post-traumatic stress, no. American Sign Language, LSD. It I don't know what that the, stands um, for. God damn it. What the fuck was it? It, it was looked the, like a bunch of like comic book nerds. It was a... Um, they they definitely had a lot of uh, things you could buy on TV, and then they had okay. like a lot of CBD stuff. Oh, and okay. a lot of um, par- weed paraphernalia. Okay, so and then there like was a- weird trinkets and trunkets and who's it's and what's it's and I've got thingamabobs. <laughs> yeah, 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 twenty. Yeah. Uh, okay, so it's by like the a, way, like a- I love that she was bragging about twenty thingamabobs. Yeah, for sure. Like, <laughs> not a lot. Yeah. Anyone who has any collection goes like twenty. That's it. Also, like, are you Get combining thingamabobs? Like, how many, like, is, were you How many of like, there are those things? How many of those are umabobs? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> is it 20 combined things and, and umabobs? <laughs> and the travel know. has kicked in. <laughs> the over-travel. I, you posted a picture of you in your man cave, which I thought was great, because then yeah. it was also, like, you just being so glad to be off the road. Oh, well, and look. Two weeks gone. Two weeks gone. Yeah. I was gone, was gone 10 days, and yeah. so I feel that a little bit. Also, yeah. Vegas in a week feels like oh, a month being gone. Absolutely. because And Sandy and I made a point to go to the convention, to go to the gym, to go get uh, um, Dude, uh, normal shit. Foot, uh, foot massages, because go. we're like, we got to leave the strip. Yeah. We can't, um, no, you, we'll go crazy. Yeah, you can't, you can't just drink uh, $20 cocktails that are in the shape of a Eiffel Tower like, for an entire week. Fuck no. Yeah, so you got you to gotta, you gotta do some shit. I also think that there's, as I get older, my interest in gambling and clubbing has just gone way down. Same here. And I don't have kids. Yeah. But I just have like, I don't know, organs I want to keep. <laughs> and, um, and you know, you don't, yeah. whether it's getting drunk at a club and having somebody take an organ out or right. you getting so in debt at the craps table, you're like, ah, fucking just put my kidney on the table. Yeah. Come on, uh, you know, seven. (laughs) Yeah. No, I'm, I'm completely with you there. That, and, uh, like we've gotten to a point now where, and, uh, Ooh, this is going to sound like a douchey thing I'm about to say. Eh, fuck it. Okay. Um, it, you, it used to be if I lost $20 at a, at a craps table, that was a big deal because I was only making like a, like $500 at my gig in Vegas. 
Now yeah, the, like that's gas money or yeah, snack yeah, money for the drive or home. food, and they don't you know they don't feed you, so you gotta you know pay pay for lunch all that. Yeah. Now the amount of money I, I I would have to lose to get like that same sort of charge or that same sort of nervousness is way more than I would be like yeah. I I would feel like a horrible person if I just gave a certain amount of money to the casino. Yeah. Without like giving it to a charity or giving it to someone or spending it on something that made me happy. Like just, I would feel like a piece of shit. And you got to be in it to win it when you're gambling. I don't yeah. feel like you can sit down. Those people that like sit down and like play $1 and they, they win 5 million at the slots. That just doesn't happen. No. Like those people have been there for days. Yeah. Those tiny Filipino women have sleeping bags <laughs> next to the machines you know what I'm saying? They some of them live in the machines. Yeah, in between I, those little in the space in between the the Willy Wonka machine and the and the Jeopardy machine. Oh, and trust me, I know the Willy Wonka machine yeah. very well. <laughs> it's always, Has, it, have it, you it's ever always played? weird. It's always weird when I walk by it uh, because everyone always goes, "Wait, is he here to repair it or what's he?" <laughs> so funny. Is Did he, he escape? Yes, is he, he inside of it? Is, he, it? is that what you win? Is he the guy that turns the the wheels? <laughs> Is he in there like on a dwarf hamster wheel? Just I don't know like how you don't that? have a video of you playing that. <laughs> what is the one game though that you will play? Like, well, craps. We did craps at yeah. your bachelor party. I love craps. And everyone, it's I was telling one. Norm this when we played craps here night. When you got up and started throwing the dice, like people came over because they were like, "Oh, I feel like if we don't play, right? Like our odds just increased." Yeah, because the dwarf right. is throwing the dice. Yeah, and just you know that. the old wives' tale. Yeah, because like if a dwarf throws a dice, yeah. I might win. I might win thrice. Yes, that's exactly. That's a term that everybody knows. And it is that game where it's very communal. But the thing about craps, uh, for me personally, is that I cannot see the dice. I don't know what they're landing on. So I just Kareem skyhook the shit over and just go, ah! and then again, the guy's like, You're, you, you rolled a five. I'm like, yeah, cool. Okay. Yeah, I had no idea. That, all right. He's like, <laughs> you, you, you rolled a seven. I guess I have to trust you. <laughs> So that's like I have to play with a big group so they yeah. can be so I go based on their cheer. Yes. Like they go, ah, like, oh, okay, cool. It must be yes. an eight or something like that. What um how is this new Miami improv? Oh yeah, didn't uh did the Miami improv. The new Miami improv is amazing. Yeah. It's in the middle of this uh the old the old Miami improv was uh it it was in Coconut Grove, which is a little sketchy area. Yeah. And uh But it sounds so nice. I know, right? Coconut Grove. It sounds like, oh, yeah, that's where you go to retire. I would not think I would get stabbed or anything there. Yeah, there. Uh, now it's in a new, it's n- nice Brand new location. shopping center. It's Shout amazing. out to Joe and Matty Coco for getting it going. Oh, my God. Such a great club. The fans are amazing. There's there's stuff to do. There's You need things to do yeah, there's on the road. bowling alleys. There's, we can figure it out. There's, there's movies. There's great restaurants. Yeah. There, there, there's, there's, a, there's a creamery, which sounds like an adult thing it is but uh i mean it's the best ice cream you've ever had in your goddamn life wow why because they just combine everything they're like what's everything that makes you happy okay we've got toppings yeah we've got uh chocolate we've got toffee we've got peanut butter oh threesomes make you happy we infuse that into the ice cream you're like how the fuck did you do that (laughs) it's funny how sexual some of these like even you just saying that and making it sexual like made me go oh that's a commercial you know why because reese's like they have like the peanut butter and the chocolate looking at each other and then yeah. they start fucking. I just saw a commercial mm-hmm. uh, for Kentucky Fried Chicken doing chicken and waffles. And it's yeah. the colonel. Uh, right. Goes up to Mrs. Buttersworth. Yes. And just starts 
by the way, with no consent. Right. Just starts. And also, you're a creepy old man. Also, she's married, Mrs. Buttersworth. I mean, come on. Homewrecker. So he just starts, like, kissing on her. And right before, like, you can show, like, no arms, so she can't defend herself. Yeah, she can't say no. She's just taking it. Right. She's just, like, getting, you know, he's just like, give me some of that syrup. You know, I, I'm paraphrasing, but sure. it was very creepy, the look that he had in his eyes. And, and and also there's an odd racial thing in there, too, because the colonel kind of looks like a plantation owner. For sure. Mrs. But- Mrs. Butterworth, not exactly light-skinned. Yeah, no. So yep. that's a little weird. Yep, that's, that's extra. That's a little like Thomas Jefferson-y. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Django Unchained. Very. Yeah. It, it's, it, it's, it makes me very Do they know that that's like, I mean, these are, these are comedic uh, perspectives, but also, I don't know, man, like, <laughs> you know, be a little more aware. Be woke. It, yeah. In, if you're going to fuck with syrup time, and chicken, be woke. Yes. Now, see, if that's what they went with, what did they turn down? Was it like, well, all right, Mrs. Butterworth fucks an actual chicken. Well, we can't have that. Yeah, yeah. Make the guy fuck her. <laughs> I mean, he was so close to just slowly pushing her syrupy head down towards his crotch. Sure. And then you said, let's make things sticky. Oh, God. And they go, introducing the new KFC sticky buns. <laughs> Made with Mrs. Butterworth and the Colonel. Biscuit. Special recipe. The special ingredient, semen. Oh, God. And what's the KFC like? Is there like a bell or a... What's the... Or is it just the sound of Mrs. Butterworth being like, help! <laughs> like in the background? Like what's the... You know what I'm saying? Like Taco Bell has the bell. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, man. So McDonald's has the... Yeah, so what would KFC be? Like it's not It's not like a chicken going like... Rape! I mean, no, that's exactly what it is. What do you mean it's not that? Consent. I don't know why I'm doing a parrot, but whatever. It's fine. It's a bird. Have you ever been to a zoo? Yeah. Like, look at these parrots. Yeah. Hey, like, can I get the uh, parrot sandwich <laughs> with fries? Like, um, does this guy know what we sell? Those are chickens. Uh, so, I mean, you stayed up late in Miami. Oh, I got, yeah. You forget you have to adjust to the, uh, the time zone and yeah. the culture because out here things close at two. Uh, we're yes. usually in, uh, in our homes by, uh, between 12 and one. Yeah. If not earlier. Exactly. So now you're out in Miami where you're like, oh, cool. People start partying at midnight. At, so now at I need least. to get a siesta in yes. or just go straight from the shows to uh, um oh i do yeah i do from the show to the bar and then the bar there until four o'clock in the morning and then uber home sleep until one yep it was insane wow. and, and a true all, comedian life and also i will say this about miami miami i love you to death you are great crowds holy crap uh just like the will smith song it, yeah i mean come on the, but the one thing uh miami Women do not see a wedding ring as a wedding ring. Oh, God. They see a wedding ring as a challenge. Yikes. The amount of just, I mean. Well, again, you are like, you know, you're a special, you're a special item. (laughs) And I don't know what the Miami Dwarf culture is like, but like, you're funny, you're attractive, you got a lot going on, you got that tush that Miami women probably. I got a tush that just won't quit, my friend. (laughs) And uh, what sort of threats. The the challenges. The, mo- the the most glaring one was a a woman walked up to me and said, "I told my friends to leave because I'm going home with you and I'm going to fuck you." Jesus, just straight up, and I and I talk about my wife for 20 minutes. Oh, wow! During the act and talk about how much we get along and how great she is and and, and that she's a fucking maybe some black of the pro- belt the and prim- she could kill people. Some of the 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 promiscuity that comes in some of the uh, sure, the bits sure, that sure, might. Sure. 
that yeah. might be where they go. Okay, but there's a yeah, but they've been a on a three way loose. Yeah, right. So th- so he's cool with just like her not being around and Whoa. be fucking him. Yeah, yeah. So there is there definitely is some of that, but uh, yeah, there was that going on a lot. And like, uh, yeah, we can't do that. But you want to buy a shirt? <laughs> kind of the same. I got CDs for sale. It'll, yeah. it'll, it'll, it'll give you just you as can much shit on my face. Well, it's on your chest. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, you, yeah, no, you, you put you 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 can put this DVD anywhere you want yeah. to, <laughs> and that is safe. Um, Good, but it was it was very interesting. That's amazing. Uh, but uh, the fans still were incredible. The club was great, and uh, and now you're in, in town for back. a while. Yeah, well, I'm in town for. All right, let's Here, get into it. Here's the thing. Yeah, we may have to hire um, Liam Neeson's character. Yes, I don't think I don't think so. But you know how, uh, all right, you have those friends uh, of yours who hired um, Stevie Wonder and John Mayer for their wedding. Yeah. Just rich and, people. And that Usher. Are, You're yeah. forgetting Usher, oh, too. And, oh, sorry. And, and, and Adam Ray. Usher. And Adam Ray to uh, Adam, MC Adam, the rehearsal dinner. Adam was there, too, so that he's on that celebrity list. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so I got an email uh, from China. And at first I was like, oh, shit, it's some of my wife's relatives that just, you know, they're, yeah. you know, they're trying to hit me up. <laughs> Nope. Um, there is a uh, there is a businessman. Yeah, who is in China, who uh, whose wife likes my stuff. Oh my god! So April sixth, uh, I am my schedule will be I I fly <coughs> to China, do one show in Hong Kong, get some miso soup, fly home. Holy That's shit! That's what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing. Like, and I get one day. I, I I fly there. I land at night. I sleep. Uh, the net the net the next day. I have one day to acclimate and get adjusted to the time zone. The next day the show. Next day fly home. And they're paying me way too much fucking money. You're not <laughs> going to st- travel a little bit. No. You're not going to go to the Hooters in Shibuya, <laughs> where I went to and watch the Super Bowl. <laughs> The Hooters in Shibuya sounds like a the, the worst country song ever, uh, but yeah, that's amazing. Well, again, it's, it's why one day? Why comedy rules? And so I'm saying, just in case, yeah, you're trying to, you fans. know, they're 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 trying to sell me into the dwarf sex trade, where yeah. like they're gonna, which it could be auction. They're gonna be auctioning me off on a sheik's boat somewhere. Yes, like you know, oh, you want to pop his behind yes they do uh shout out to adam carolla for the use of the word behind yeah uh but yeah that uh, so yeah so i'm just saying everyone don't be too worried about me but just do that thing where you dial nine one on the <laughs> <Yeah>. phone <laughs> and just be ready you know call someone at the state department does yeah. anyone work at the state department does anyone live in hong kong do the um i'd say also just do can the I, um can I bring a bodyguard i don't know yeah will he be taller than you i mean if it's a Chinese bodyguard, <laughs> <laughs> same height. Yeah, uh, that's amazing. But then, but then I'll come home, and uh, and then the month of April, back on it. Tons of touring. Uh, April eighteenth through uh, the nineteenth. Oh, that's just two days. Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. April eighteenth through nineteenth. Skyline Comedy Club in Appleton, Wisconsin. Uh, I've heard great things about this club. Never been there before. Very excited to go to Wisconsin. Uh, people have been hitting me up for a Wisconsin date for a while. So there you go. Skyline Comedy Club in Alton, Wisconsin. Then on 420. On 420, where will I be getting high? Chicago, baby. Chicago at the City Winery. I'll, I'll, I'll be there. It's a great venue. Sold out last year. So this year we're doing two shows. 420, Chicago, Illinois. And then uh, you can catch both me and Adam Ray 
At the Moon Tower Comedy Festival. Yeah, baby. In Austin, Texas. We're doing a live podcast. April 27th. Yeah. Guests to be announced, but they will be great. They will be the amazing. festival's always stacked. Mm-hmm. So they're, so they're going to be great. I'm going to be doing shows throughout the week. Uh, that's what's going on with me. All Adam. your ticket info, bradwilliamscomedy.com. Bradwilliamscomedy.com. There you go. Um, I'll be at the Miami Improv where Brad just left uh, Cookie Crumbs. And, yep. uh I'll be there to eat them. A trail to, um, <laughs> to, uh, to, to me showing up the 11th through the 13th of April, Miami Improv. Nice. Um, and then Acme Comedy Co- uh, Club in Minnesota. First time there. Pumped. 16th through the 20th. Legendary club. Yeah. Heard so many good things Where about Where Swartzen it. started. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that that then you're gonna well now you're gonna have Mall of America videos. Yes. So that's gonna be good. That's always fun. They have a theme park. You can spend your whole day there. They have a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle ride. I have been on it. Okay. Twice. There you go. Yeah. You know it. Um and then the live pod in Austin, uh April twenty seventh, uh in uh in Austin, Texas, Moon Tower Comedy Festival. Yeah, so many, and, great, uh, so many great people. Yeah, so many great people. So many great dates. Oh, so many great then, pods. Shit, let's plug this one too. Because uh, you and I are together May 3rd and 4th oh, yeah. at the Ice House in Pasadena. Uh, we're doing a live stand up show. I'm headlining at uh, Adams Midland because we thought, eh, why not? We haven't done a show together in a yeah, while. Yeah, dude. So May, so May 3rd and 4th. And the Ice House rules. And the Ice House is one of the best clubs in the country. So come out to the Ice House in Pasadena, California. Yeah. So those, so those are the dates, man. And now we get to sit back and relax and listen to us talk to one of the best comedic actors of the modern I mean, era. Holy shit! Uh, not only is he in the new Toy Story four, Arrested Development, Veep, which is uh, back on HBO um, yeah. as of yesterday. Yeah, um, he was in the Heat. I'm uh, in his new cartoon, uh, Archibald, that comes out next fall on Netflix. And he's the Domo Arigato Mister Roboto guy <laughs> from the Volkswagen Jetta commercial. <laughs> It's Tony, Tony Hale. Hale. Tony Hale. Oh, my God. Wait, we were supposed to stop yeah. there. We? <laughs> well, I, was, I was hoping we'd say it together at the same time. Oh, okay. Well, then we'll totally cut this part out, right? It's Tony, Tony Hale. Hale. All right, there we there go. There it is. We nailed it. Yeah. <clears throat> um, oh, should I put these on? Yeah, if you want to. I do just to oh kind of make God. sure that we, we sound pretty. This is, like, this is like Howard Stern style. Right? Are you our Robin? I've never heard a full episode of his show. Of Cern? Mm-hmm. What shows do you like? You just said you guest hosted on RuPaul's Drag Race. I just guest hosted on RuPaul's Drag Race. Was that a bucket list thing for you? <laughs> do you have a bucket Does Tony Hale have a bucket list? Uh, I've never been a guy who's like, thinks, like has a five-year, 10-year, 15-year plan. Me neither. And I think it's, this is why. I think it's, it is more challenging for me to stay present than it is for me to look in the future. So it's more of a challenge to say, it's very easy for me to be like, What's happening next? What's coming up? What am I going to do? That's like a default. It's harder for me to stay where I am. Right. So I've never really had that, no. What about uh, or goals? Maybe that, maybe, I, maybe that doesn't make sense, but you'd think I would have that because that's a default, but maybe I work so hard to stay present, I don't really think about that. It's also like that's, you know, that you kind of miss out on what's happening now if you're looking too yeah. far ahead, it's which hard, is though, the premise of Archibald. Hey, hey, which you just did a voice on. Yeah. Two voices. <clears throat> yeah. And one, you're a douchebag. <laughs> yeah. And one, you're Type an action cast. hero. Yeah. Typecast. I actually hear your voice and it, because we've done so much editing on the show, all, all I see is your cartoon character. For real? Yeah. <laughs> well, you, who, who you saw the other day, Johnny Hawkstorm. It looks, I was bragging to my girlfriend so much about it. I'm like... Because, you know, a handful of the cartoons I've done shit on, you know, there's one other one on out now, but I never see them mm-hmm. uh, when they're, I just feel like they take so long, right? You've they been working on it for long. how long? Three years. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it looks so good. 
It's so you got to be pumped giving. on it. I love it. Yeah. I really, really, really love it. It's a, I really have a new appreciation for how much work goes into that stuff. Well, you know what I love, too, is that you are um, that you are there. Sorry, this is Brad. This is our uh, the other half of the podcast, who's hey, just Brad. a little late. Hey, Brad. Say hi to Tony. Um, he already oh. hates me. <laughs> yeah, I think I buzzed him in. He also couldn't hear the speaker. Oh, you can buzz people in from your phone? Yeah. God, I love that. Those small things, I love that technology stuff. It's the best. Stuff. But the the speaker is at like uh, five foot eight, and Brad's four foot four, so oh, I think he it. probably couldn't hear. Uh huh. Got yeah. it. And you can make those jokes, by the way. How did you? I would. <laughs> I would not do that. How did we meet? How did you guys meet? At college. Really? Yeah. And then you said SE. What is that again? USC downtown. Oh, LA. USC. Yeah. Oh, I just heard SE. Oh yeah. USC. Yes. Um, SE. Wouldn't it be great if I made up a school? And I was like, I you can do that, that right? In. On the Wikipedia page. Oh sure. Brad. Hi, Brad. Hey. Hey buddy. Tony. Tony, how are you? Nice, nice to meet you. <laughs> nice orange jacket. I know. Yeah, well, I wanted to make sure that I was seen by the traffic. <laughs> <laughs> You're popping the orange. I didn't want to. I didn't want to get run over for the third time in my life. <laughs> Wait, are you serious? Have you been run over three times? Yes. Are we? Are we recording? I'll yes. tell. I'll, I'll tell that story. Tell it again. I I, I, I kind of want to hear it, but then it, that. Might make me sad, so I don't know. If no, I'm I mean, I'm no, he's fine. still here to talk about it. Yeah, that's true, I'm that's alive. True. I guess we're not... spoiler alert. He lived. Yeah. It's Were not you like... on a bike? Were you like, how did that work? Oh no, wa- uh, walking because cars back up. They don't see me. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and the be- the best part is when they do run me over, and then they like get out of their car, and then they see, they like think that I maybe wasn't a dwarf before they hit me <laughs> with the car. Now they're just like, what did I do? <laughs> do you feel like nowadays with technology, since they every they, uh, cars can sense so much, that doesn't happen as much? Yes. Now with the backup cameras and people breaking yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and things like that, it's it's a very dwarf friendly world, Tony. I'm so glad. <laughs> <laughs> Let me uh, spit out my gum so I'm not uh, unprofessional. Uh, Brad, you are a fan of RuPaul's Drag Race, right? Hell yeah. Tony just guest hosted. I just guest hosted. Guest, yeah. By the way, Wait, the guest hosted of- or guest judged? Um, guest judge, oh, no, guest judged, yeah. Wow. RuPaul's always the host. Ru, you know, right. Mama Ru's always the host. Mama, that's, she goes by that? Oh, yeah, Mama Ru. Wow. And I guess, I guess judge with Clea Duvall, who's, all, and we all do Veep together. Yeah. So it was like a Veep If you episode. can't love one another, how that's the hell are you, you going to love yourself? yourself? That's right. Is that what she says, to that's open and says. close? Uh, she says it to close. <clears throat> I hope she says it at all times. I just hope Do you think she says it when she's making love or when she, like, talks in the mirror? To herself, brushing I'm, her teeth. I, I man, these I'm are things sure I think does. about. Yeah, I, ooh, Brad's getting Brad sports a money clip. Yeah, Someone who sports a money clip is. What does that say to you? That says confidence to me. Yeah, because I I have a wallet <laughs> where I, I I my bills feel a little more secure. You, you, <laughs> I'm loosey goosey. Uh, no, they they I had I had one of those George Costanza. Uh, adjust your spine wallets yeah. for the longest time, and then oh we, yeah, yeah, and then we got a lovely sponsor, uh, Ridge Wallet. Yeah, wait, so that's a sponsored wallet? Oh yeah, yeah, that's oh, a, that's the Ridge Wallet, and that's, that's what fun. I use. So now, uh, first you, of all, you're welcome, Ridge Wallet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, even though they're not a sponsor anymore, I will still like to say <laughs> they should be a sponsor because now I look. Uh, as a, as if I'm a man of confidence. That's right. You do look like a man of confidence. I mean, I wear orange. I have money clips. Well, the back I... of your jacket says Netherland. Yeah. What is, what is? Tell me about that. Uh, it's because I, it's because I'm Dutch, and uh, my gra- my grandmother had this weird saying where she would always say like, "If you ain't Dutch, you ain't much," which <laughs> sounds like something a contestant uh, on RuPaul's Drag Race would say. Like, oh, 100%. <laughs> but I just saw Leaving Never- Neverland, and I'm oh, not going to lie. I saw it, and I was like, are we promoting the show? 
Did Brad just come from the ranch? Uh, uh, what's that, that's the birthing place of all dwarves. Okay. Okay. Now, okay. Good. N- now, if only Michael had found some uh, gay dwarves, <laughs> that would have been he would have saved himself so much trouble. It's the best of everything. You get the that's, you get the illusion of children. Brad, you might have found your bit about that. Uh, yeah, that's that is a really good bet. Funny. But such a sad documentary. Have yeah. you seen it? Oh yeah. And how anybody cannot believe these men they're not actors actors can't act that good it is the it was moms, so genuine what they were those men yeah. were saying well and to and, ask them to relive it yeah. was like oh, a tall order man so in their eyes that painful. one kid i mean they both seem heavily affected but that oh 100 the one kid like i mean good god like you you could tell he could just like he's like i'm not gonna unsee like i remember one time i walked into my college roommate masturbating i still haven't been able to unsee that Two girls, one cup. There's a lot of things that you still can't unsee. Right. But yeah. like they, you could see behind their eyes, like they're like so much pain. Yeah. The thing so is, much. The, the thing why I why I do believe them is because of the minutia. They remember the little details because uh, when when you go through a trauma like that, yeah. you, you 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 literally take you a snapshot yeah, of yeah, your brain, yeah. so you know yeah. everything. So when so when someone calls into like some radio show and be like, yeah, man, I know you're talking about crazy sex stories. I banged my teacher when I was in seventh grade. They're like, okay, what was it like? What, what was the story? Well, I mean, she was really hot. She was like, no. Yeah, 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 no, you yeah, fake. It didn't it. happen because yeah. that was trauma if you were young. Yeah. Was, yeah, 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 yeah. And and you and you would remember more details than just she was really hot. Yeah, you yeah. know that's it. And yep. uh, so now the big question is if Dirty Diana comes on. What do you do, do Tommy Hale? Do you dance? Do you leave do you the room? Dance? Do you take a stand? Uh, Sounds like a game show waiting to happen. <laughs> wow. So they just play R. Kelly, Michael Jackson, <clears throat> and just say, do do you dance to yeah. this? Well, I was at, Sun- Brown, I was at Sundance it when going. it premiered, and oh, oh, wow. there was a big thing, because at parties, they were playing Michael Jackson music, and everybody was like, we know that this documentary is playing around the corner like yeah. it was a really odd and it's like the talk thing. of the festival yeah 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 so that that had to be crazy what were you doing there i did oh, I just play what if what if this is one of those times that i'm making something <laughs> up i banged my sister man no i didn't she was really hot <laughs> and I, I have no details about the movie um it was it's called to the stars it was like an indie movie it was a really nice. really intense but fun movie nice in are are you looking for intense roles because yeah. you're sort of two most Prevalent roles are the masculine and quirky sidekicks out there. A little bit. Yeah. I, oh, you, yeah. 100%. Said it. I'm going to own it. Uh, so, like, are I don't you, know if I'm looking yeah. for it. I mean, I'm kind of, I'm always open to it, but I'm also, I enjoy, it's not like I, I enjoy playing the quirky comedy. It's really, yeah. really fun. Because I remember when I was doing commercials. Have you guys done commercials? A few. Yeah. I did commercials in New York for so long, and people gave, I had to talk a lot about shit about commercials. They were like, oh, I hated it because it was so boring. I did funny ones, so it didn't, it never, I mean, it wasn't like my ideal job, yeah. but I always enjoyed it. Where I you got still, to be funny or yeah, where you was, just like took a bite and made a goofy face? I'm, I, but I did that, but yeah. then I got to be funny. And yeah. The, still, vo- the Volkswagen Mr. Yeah, Roboto commercial yeah. is legendary. That was fun. True. That was kind of like, yeah, I think they do should what still you play it. Yeah, they should. <laughs> yeah. And the fact that they spoofed it then on Arrested yeah, Development yeah. Wasn't is that fun? so much inside comedy. <laughs> yeah, I know. Of like I that. Know. That's just how deep that show is. Is you could watch it forty times and still get like, oh my! Like yeah. you, you'll, 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 you'll still find a joke within a joke. Yeah. The sad joke. thing is, I'll do um, like talkbacks in the past about the show, and somebody will. Oh, what was it? Somebody said something. Uh, crap! It's 
Oh, I know. It was when the doctor came out. Do you remember? And he said, "Okay, my hand was eaten off by a seal, and then yeah. I had to go to the hospital, and they had to." And then the doctor comes out to the family and says, "He's going to be all right." Yeah. And and they go, "Oh, thank God!" He says, "No, he's going to be all right. Like he's only going to have a right <laughs> hand." And so I remember talking to this this group, and I remember That's saying, "Like, oh joke, well, yeah. the doctor came out and said he's going to be fine," and the person in the audience says, "No, no." It was all right. And I didn't get the joke until 10 years later when someone from the audience had to explain it to me. That's how sad I am. Wow. But it's just like so many things I missed. Yeah. And and, I mean, sure, being so close to it and then like not seeing scenes back to back to back where you you have little things that are appearing in in every scene. It was a dense show. Did you know Adam Ray was in the show? No. Uh, thanks, See, Brad. you missed that. <laughs> you missed that. Wow. Well, what did you play? A lot of people missed that. I played one of the in this uh, in the last new season. I think it was episode maybe. Oh, I don't know. Five minute twenty two. <laughs> anyway, I can't Wait, remember. No, is that episode out yet? <clears throat> yeah, it was when. Um, in all honesty, the I closet, the I magic. I haven't seen them all. Okay, so I, it was when um, Will. Oh, was, when he's uh, turning in, from straight to gay. Yes, in the yeah. closets, and he went to a closet place <laughs> to get the closet built, and myself and two other guys. There was like three scenes they gave us and we to help him find the right closet and then build it for him. And then there was yeah. this whole funny montage. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, it was awesome. How was your experience being on set? Uh, the greatest. I mean, Allison, you know, just known forever. So she yeah, just yeah, was yeah. like, come do this. And, and uh, yeah, it was Allison's great. Allison's the casting director. Yeah, Allison mm-hmm. Jones. Yeah. yeah. She, um, yeah, it was great. I mean, Will was the coolest and, and he was a really chatted with guy. us in between. And you, know, and you I both mean, have similar voices. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We were just going back and forth. He's a big gamer, apparently. I didn't know. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Video games? Yeah. Wow. All right. I, what, I didn't know if it was... What else could I mean by gamer? Dice? I don't oh. know. <laughs> Maybe he's... Man, he throws a dice. <laughs> he's a huge Uno guy. Yeah, I don't Couldn't know. Couldn't stop he, talking yeah. about drawing four. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he uh, he was great. And and that is like... I mean, look, sometimes... And maybe you can speak to this more so. And also how you deal with like people coming in to do um, you know a couple day things. Mm-hmm. Do you go out of your way to like oh, yeah. chum them up to make them... Because for me, I'm like, if that doesn't happen, like 100%. I'll still do my job. But like we were all way more comfortable... And we didn't like we didn't chat all day and go to lunch together, but like enough to where it was like okay, cool. And I think he acknowledged that he was like, "We're gonna have to play around a lot." So it's play around, but it's also like I was. I think in middle school, I was the kid with the tray walking around the cafeteria, new kid, and it's an awful feeling. And yeah. so if there's somebody, and I, it's also when I've guested on other shows, that person that comes up to you and says, "Hey, man, welcome." Like I know it might be a little crazy here, but this is how we do things. Yeah, it's such a gift, and to be able to do that to other people is like yeah. it's life giving. Now, now when you walk onto a set, are you holding your Emmys, <laughs> you know what? It's weird. I because <laughs> I noticed you brought you brought, you brought them with you today. Yeah, oh, they're, yeah, they're, yeah. they're in my bathroom. Yeah, just to give me what something if to I shoot made for. Made them into like earrings or something. Like that. <laughs> um, people would think. Here's the best part about being uh, hilarious. Uh, people would go, "What a great gag!" Yeah. And you're like, "Oh yeah, it's a gag." But painful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's it's uh, no no. I, I've I don't. They're in my kitchen. They're, cool. Well, they're, my wife actually had one before I did because she's a makeup artist and she got one for this gig she did in New York. So hers always had the top shelf and mine. I haven't gotten to the top shelf. Now, yet. when you, b- before you got your Emmys, mm-hmm. was she always like, well, there's at least some talent in the family? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Just she, hoarding it up. <laughs> just like, so, like, when you would have arguments, would it be like, well, I think we should go with the Emmy winner? <laughs> Is that yes. and now and, that, you and can now use that in every argument? Yeah, and now you're like, yes, yeah. we should. Here we, are my two, <laughs> two Yahtzee. Yeah. 
Would have oh, been man. three if not for Ty Burrell. <laughs> would have been back to back to back. You you would have been the Chicago Bulls of the Emmys. Oh man, is that as How cool as it seems? You know what was cool about it is I re- I'm gonna get all meta now, but I remembered it, and I right. think because I remember going into it, I was working. <laughs> I'm already getting into therapy. I'm gonna get into therapy, guys. <laughs> Let's do it. So I remember the Emmys were coming up. I had been nominated. I was blown away that I was even nominated. Why? I remember. I think just it's a it's a party you never think you'd be invited to. You know. Yeah. And and, that, and I remember your category is just stacked. There's a lot. There's Holy. a lot of really talented guys. And I remember when it was coming up, I was like, "Oh God, this is so overwhelming." Mm-hmm. And thinking, and what I typically do is I minimize it just to survive. It's like, oh, there's people, you know, people dying all over the world. We're spinning on a planet. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah, yeah. Just to kind of get through it because it can be overwhelming. And I remember this therapist was like, "I want you." to breathe i want you to look around i want you to say this is where i am i'm at the emmys and because i did that i remember it because wow. every because every other time when i kind of minimize and not that you want to have i do also want to have a uh, realistic viewpoint of it but many times i would kind of push it yeah. away because it's too overwhelming yeah and those are the times i don't remember because of it and Damn. did you write a speech? Like, were, were you prepared? I, I, I had, in case it were to happen, I had bullet points. Because okay. I knew I wanted to thank this theater that I grew up with, which was like a safe haven for me in Tallahassee, Florida. So I knew yeah. that I had that that I wanted to thank. That's good. Yeah. yeah. And, and I think it's good that you do the bullet points to where... I mean, hell, you're an improviser, so you can kind of not though. You're, you're you're not. I'm not an improviser. I'm I. We'll edit that out. I. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I, I mean, was, yes, because I said you're an improviser and you denied it, so you're obviously not an improviser. Exactly. You did not I yes and. I did not yes and you. <laughs> um, but I I I mean I will say well I say I can't say I'm not an improviser. I was not trained in improv. I That's did more sketch comedy in New York. I was a part of this group called King Baby. And so we did a lot of sketch comedy, so I didn't really grow up in improv so much. It was okay. more sketch. Why does that sound so familiar? Who else King was in that Baby. group? You know why that sounds familiar is because Jim Gaffigan's album was called King Baby. But also, uh, I have heard of the sketch group. And it's his wife, Jeannie Gaffigan, who was in the group with me. Okay. okay. Maybe I've heard that. And we, we did around New York, but it was very, like, we weren't at big spaces. We would just kind of so create our own shows. Do you get checks from Jim? Be like, hey, guy. Hey, guy. King- King baby. No, we just got an email up front. So you guys mind if I take this name? <laughs> yeah. Sure, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's we're, we're, we're not getting back together. It's fine. What sort of um, characters do you remember playing in the group? Like, would you always kind of like? There was one character named Singing Billy who would always walk into a room and just start singing. Love that. And that had a little bit of Buster in him. Great. So I kind of mm. got about a little Buster from. Because you pull from everything, right? I guess. No. I mean, I don't know if you guys deal with this, but it's like anytime somebody says, "How did you find this?" I never really have a great answer. It yeah. just kind of is, you kind of read the description and you kind of do your take on it. And mm-hmm. I don't ha- have a system. Like some people say, oh yeah, I really researched this. And I guess sometimes that's the case. But for me, it's just kind of like, you know, can't let's just, try this. Yeah, because you, you know? find it as you as yeah. the show grows, right? And as they write for you. Yes. Like for yes. Gary on Veep, you realize, God, this guy is really codependent. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And he I mean, he broke up with Selena's boyfriend for her. You know, like, <laughs> that's a new level. <laughs> you know? This is so Do, funny. Both those roles have uh, sort of, both Buster and Gary have uh, crushes on older women. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Buster being his mother, uh, yes, but yes. and he dated a woman who was named the same name as yes, his mother, Lucille. Uh, yeah, who was played by Liza Minnelli, Liza, who I made out with. Yes, yeah, what was so, that like? like? Amazing. Yeah, I was about to say. 
Come is that, on. Is that the highlight? Do you Now, do you walk in with your Emmys or your phone playing the clip of you making out with Liza Minnelli? Check this out. How do you enter a room? Yeah. <laughs> I made out with Liza Minnelli. <laughs> uh, That's his character from King Baby. She, yeah. was, <laughs> she was so cool. And the thing is, her... Like all the thing is, you would just wanted to tell stories, aren't you? Of yeah. course. And her stories never came from a place of ego. It just came from a place of like, listen to how crazy my life is. I been. love that. Yeah. And she, my wife and I, she took us out to lunch once, and she start. She was talking about this concert she did at Radio City Music Hall, and I was like, of course you did. And I didn't really know her music at the time, and so she started breaking out this song in the backseat of our car while she was smoking a cigarette. And oh you're just like, my god! What is happening right like, now? Like, how many people would pay how much money? To have Liza Minnelli just oh, yeah. sing in their backseat. People either thought when I was with her, they either thought she was Joyce DeWitt from Three's Company, <laughs> um, my mother, yeah. or an impersonator of herself. For sure. Because she yeah. is. She yeah. has that look where it's like. And, and that, that voice. Yeah, right? that like, voice. And she didn't have like the red lips and the spiky hair when she was out. Right. So people yeah. were like, huh. Like they didn't get it. Yeah. I, I feel like her life is sort of like that story where Dolly Parton once entered a Dolly Parton lookalike contest and got third. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a true story. Which is a true story. <gasps> no. Yeah. That's a true oh, story. Oh, I just got chills. Yeah. I want to see that. For, that sounds cool. For fun. We'll be right back with more when Dolly <laughs> gives you chills. <laughs> for it fun. It got chills. Like, how yeah. cool to watch that Dolly Parton getting third <laughs> in her own contest lookalike. How contest. good was the lookalike? <laughs> that's what I want to know. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait it, is this true story? Uh, Brad you know knows what? a lot of random I know a lot shit, of random And it's always facts. accurate. Okay. I'll, 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 I'll look up and confirm, but Liza seems like... One of those people that that if she oh yeah. the Liza Minnelli looked yeah, like she would get third yeah did she coach <laughs> did she come in with some because I feel like she's probably she's no, bit, but she sat in her director's chair like she was in cabaret like there was something the way she sat down was like she was about to break out into the musical Chicago you wanted her to oh but did she always. give you any was she like all right I'm gonna start off with a bottom <laughs> lip bite and then you're gonna slip some tongue in and then we're gonna go for it <laughs> and then sweets you got me <laughs> yeah sweets no, she, yeah did she have any cool lingo. Um, what did she like say? Like darling or She did. She babes. had like um uh sweetheart. 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 Isn't that so, doesn't that feel like old timey Hollywood? But like so dear. Yeah. Because the thing is when you're when I heard that she was gonna be my girlfriend, I had to like take that in for a second. But then you're working with an icon and you're like, this can go one of two directions. She could be just a nightmare or she could be what she was and she was super gracious. Yeah. And just kind and open and vulnerable and how many people on the uh, on both shows have you have there been similar experiences like that where you hear that someone's gonna come on and you're like do you even get I mean, you worked with so many amazing people at this I don't point no yeah. I mean uh, you just get fired up to work with them not so much like I can't believe I'm gonna meet you know Mario Lopez or you know <laughs> yeah I think uh, I I guess I grew up on I'm older than you guys so I grew up on like Tim Conway, yeah. Carol Burnett show, that go. kind of stuff. Yeah. And Iris, she is one that I did her. She had the show on Netflix where she, yeah, you did it. Little kids did it. I went up. Yeah. I was up for yeah. the um, co-host that Russell. Peters oh yes, did. yes, yes. Yeah. The and, show's great. Uh, yeah, it's great. And I, that was a moment I was like, I'm, oh, I got to tell the story. Yeah. So yeah. I'm okay. So I'm going to her show and I'm very excited to meet her because she really was my childhood. Yeah. And I was like, oh, and I hadn't met her yet, and I was sitting in the dressing room, and they. <laughs> <laughs> they had the monitor of the screen on so I could see what was going on stage when she was rehearsing her thing before she met me. And right before she came back to meet me, I saw her turn to the first AD or whatever, and the first AD goes, hey, so um, why don't you come meet Tony Hale uh, And before we do this? And she just goes, 
okay now who is this guy like she was she was just like she was just like who but not in a mean way no. but it was like it was so i was like okay like it was a real yeah. um yeah she just i don't know why i just said that story but it was no, just she's, a sense um, of like she's old school so she's she not gonna is. know but in my heart she was everything so i was like yeah oh here comes carol and then I, it was just kind of funny that she's just like okay who's this guy <laughs> she, you <laughs> know what she needed a gary she needed, <laughs> she needed a, gary a gary right yes. right there yeah. be like, oh, she's like wait 20, what is this show but she Tony was Hale, so the kind beat. and yeah. i mean it's like you're just and tim conway come on legend I mean, a legend. Him, his, him as the old man walking across the stage, super slow with a dentist with Harvey Corman. It's just like you cannot. You don't see that stuff. No, it, and you don't see them mess up anymore. Yeah, I would rather watch a whole show of people messing up and make each other laugh. Right. That was the joy of I the know. Carol Burnett show. I yeah. saw you talk about that on, I think it was Fallon maybe, or about uh, oh, that God. you now that I'm you repeating said, myself. You br- on no, 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 you're no, fine. no, no. There's just I'm not going to ask the same question, but just about breaking. <laughs> but, like, oh, and you said you, yeah. yeah, and I, I also. You said you break them up. I that's will say, I'm gonna, okay, I'm, I'm turning a corner on this because I have seen, oh, that's nice. Thanks, Thank Katie. you. Um, I have seen every gag reel now of Veep and I do not break the most. Julie Louis-Dreyfus breaks the yeah. most. She fully breaks the most. Yeah. Well, I mean, you guys are just, how do you, how does everybody not, yeah. I mean, like, it's And also, you're, I'm super close to her and yeah. she makes a noise and it makes me laugh. And like, for even for that one scene I was telling you about earlier, thanks, Katie. Thanks, Katie. Um, I, uh, I, she comes up to me and she says, I'm going to need you to <laughs> break up with my boyfriend for me. And we're literally breathing on each other. And I'm like, this is not, we're not, this is not going to work. Like I'm going to fall apart. And I did, I broke. Like you can't, I can't be that close and have someone being that tense and breathing on me telling me to, it's just like, yeah, you step out apart. of yourself. Yeah. yeah. It's insane. And, uh, it's a testament yeah. to the writing, but also how good you guys are. Like when you're that uh-huh. locked in, it's like, you can't help it then for if you uh, uh, a little moment of recognizing what is being what's yeah. happening and then you're just you're done and she's right? a joy and you guys know that feeling like when you meet somebody I'm sure you guys have it but it's like there's just a chemistry you feel like you can trust that they're a comedy you feel like if you say something like if I say uh, something's not working here nothing is worse than the other person going really I think it's okay or, yeah. or really I think we're good and you're like oh no 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 I'm getting a gut feeling like something's not right yeah so on veep when you had it was all those people that were like oh i told let's work on it like let's get let's make it better you're obviously wow. sensing something that's off so let's like there was that's that trust so great that's so know? great that they're able to that the whole cast is able to put ego aside and just be like oh because yeah. now everyone's comfortable with each other and yeah. when people are comfortable with each other the comedy is just it it's the table reads easier. must be so fun oh my gosh right? so so fun <laughs> however there was times also when that was, was not also nice about being on the same page is there was times when the scripts weren't there yet mm-hmm. and everybody was like, it wasn't the same vibe. You know, it was like mm-hmm. there were, and, and the writers were like, all right, good. Now we gotta, we gotta get it there. And then it got there. You yeah, know, it's like yeah. everybody was on the same page. Yeah. The insults that Ooh. go during that show. <laughs> Ooh, Jonah, man. Are yeah. you ever sitting there as Gary going like, let me play. <laughs> like, let oh, me. Yeah. And Gary, he's, he was called a bitchy mime. That was his thing. <laughs> And it's because he can't uh, say anything. Yeah. So he just makes facial expressions behind Selena the whole time. Yeah. What's fun, though, is what she can't say, I say in my face. So like, if she's talking to somebody she doesn't like and she has to put on a face, yeah. my face doesn't have to. So I'm like, I just give him, he's an asshole yes. yeah. behind her. Every time that she's trying like to make nice with like a boyfriend or an ex-husband yes. or something, your face is behind. Or, or, or just oh, like, magical. You, you hurt her. <laughs> yes. 
You evil yes. person. It's amazing. But speaking of names, the my favorite name that was given to Jonah. Oh God. Was yeah. you just have an odd shape. <laughs> <laughs> and with all and like so, so, that, just yeah. says so much. It's like, yeah. oh, who wants to hear that? No, that's it not was, a flattering. With statement. all the insane insults that get flung with words that I can barely repeat. Oh, uh, you can't. Like the like the fact that the the the, the most devastating is you have an odd shape. It's just like just, uh, but there was some. I mean, there there was there was new vocabulary on that show stuff I had never heard of. When you, you know, intercepted a sneeze, uh, oh yeah, sneeze, like, sneeze bullet, dude. That's one of the like to me, just like that's got to be on this like TV's greatest moments show, man. And the great thing is, he thought he was. That I was, know that was, that that's was his what, version of a sniper. I know, yeah. dude. It was so brilliant, that man. Was his glory day, and, and she and her reaction to it of like how like what the fuck yeah. what just happened? And he's like, I have I defended your life. <laughs> yeah. And now you guys are going in. And I March thirty first, right? We talked about this already. No, but yeah. The March thirty first is the last season. It was very sad. I know. It was yeah. sad, man. It was. You worked together. It was seven years, and yeah, that last day. I think I cried for four days straight. And yeah. it was just like That's everybody. Everybody would like watch each person's last scene. We were all crying and oh. hugging, and you could become family. I, a lot of that had to do with. Um, and you guys probably get this when you're on the road and stuff, but it's. We were in Baltimore for so many years. We were away from our families, our yeah. loved ones, and so you become families. So yeah. We have that four-year foundation where we really gel. Yeah. yeah, and then you like now. I'm sure you guys know about each other's wives, husbands, kids. Yeah. Like yeah. had kids during it. You yeah, know, wow. married during it. All that stuff. Yeah. So you you have been there for everyone's sort of big life moments. Yeah. And now totally. Yeah, and uh, eight like, years is really a special amount of time to do a TV show. It's like no kidding. I mean, there's only. I mean, I would love to know like the actual stats on that but it just feels like these days shows just don't get that life yeah right? no. yeah they don't and they the great thing about it is you can have a real for the writers they can have a real full circle moment in the writing you know it's like you can yeah. really see the whole circle that you had envisioned and you know? with a show like veep it's amazing uh like it's it's great that you guys went eight years because the show is so brilliant but at the same time you look at it like, wow, it started off with the vice president. She becomes president. Yeah. Now she's not president anymore. Like, yeah. you would think the show would just stop. Like, there, like there's nowhere else it could go from there. Yeah. But, but you guys just kept it going. And, that's and I do a really love a tribute to the writers. And I, they, because I've been asked, like, what do you love about the show? And I think I do love this message of our society. It's just, it's never enough. Yeah. And these, and if you, if you reap selfishness, if mm -hmm. you reap like always out for yourself, just trying to get more and more and more, you just end up a lonely, isolated, yeah, just like sad human being. That's yeah. not where joy comes from. Yeah, and you look at every every yeah every character on that show, every character, and, so and, and, and in politics like, today, yeah. like people we are putting on pedestals, it's like it's not going to be a good end for yeah. their life. Yeah. That's a really sad, sad. What's your legacy? That you were a douchebag? Yeah, that's like I meet these. And not that I'm I'm a work in progress. I've had my bad days, but I've met these, some of these people in Hollywood that are you hear are so awful. Mm -hmm. And I just want to go up to them and be like, "Hey, I don't know if you've been by a graveyard lately, but we're all gonna die. Like literally, yeah. this is fleeting. Anybody who won Emmys, Oscars in the '70s, '80s, '90s, a lot of them are dead. So if you're gonna continue being a douchebag, that's gonna be your legacy. Yeah, yeah. and that's it. And, and that's what you want? Is that what you want? Yeah. And they and there, there's all there's tons of celebrities, whether it be actors, uh, comedians, performers, where you say like you bring up their name and the person's immediate reaction is, eh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that's their legacy. <laughs> that's and that's what, and that's what people are gonna remember you for. Yeah. And like there there's no character 
on Veep where it's like, oh, that's the good one. <laughs> Sam, I will say, um, Maybe, Sam like, Richardson. Sam, yeah. Oh, Sam. He he yeah, has a real, real pure, pure heart. I just completely blanked on his Richard is his Richard, name. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He he's so great. Uh, and well, that's I just <laughs> I just realized his last name is his first name on the show. <laughs> yeah, because this is how sad I am. And I will say, You're a father. I will. I will say. I think it was this season, the last season of the show. I mm -hmm. realized that Matt Walsh's last name was my character's last name on the show. I had made that connection. Wow. So that's how sad. <laughs> that's how things hit me much later in life. That has to be very confusing at lunch when people are just yelling people's last names and characters pop up and like. <laughs> oh yeah. And Gary Cole. Anytime they would say Gary, I would look, but they're right. talking to Gary. So and, funny. And Gary Cole. How man, great is that guy? Oh, he's great. Come on. On, right another deeply resonant voice. yes yeah, yeah. appreciate did you guys do any like um cast outings to bond or was it really like in the first couple of seasons we did a lot we would like go out for drinks after set because none of us had families to go home to yeah, so yeah we were on location yeah. so we would just go out for a drink and talk about the day we'd play cards at julia's in julia's apartment we mm -hmm. you know have a glass of wine it was just it's probably like real really shit, shit hole huh and the, <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it was a real slum <laughs> yeah. you probably um, like in the character of like going to tent cities and just making fun of homeless people <laughs> oh my god no that keeps it don't knock the fun of that <laughs> That was our oh, favorite. Game. <laughs> I will say when I what's sad is when I'm on location, I will find myself. I don't know if you guys do this, but I will walk in a, like a familiar place just to feel familiar. Like yes. I'll walk around yeah. Whole Foods just to kind of hilarious, yes. just to kind of have the smell uh -huh. of like I know this smell, I know this feeling. <laughs> yeah, I know this grounding. guy that's going to charge me twenty eight twenty eight dollars exactly. for an almond. Oh, I love that exactly. feeling. Oh, soaps, too many yeah. soaps, <laughs> too many soaps, and I won't <laughs> buy anything. I'll just kind of like, all right, this feels familiar. I'm yeah. gonna walk into a CVS just to feel <laughs> Did you go to New York ever? Yeah, well, I lived in New York for eight years. That's where you started. That's yeah. right. Well, I, well, I grew up in Florida. Tallahassee. Went to college in Alabama, mm -hmm. and then moved to New York in 95, and then was there for eight years. Met my wife there, and then came out here when Arrested Development started. And Oh, wow, so you got it when you were in New York. Mm -hmm. And so you were doing... Uh, at the time when you had to send tapes out. Remember hey. that? Yeah, and they and then you had to wait, and then they called me out for the callback, and I was freaking out about that. I'm, and then they decided... Then I, I booked it, so that was overwhelming. And then they wanted to shoot at that same time, and I remember specifically running out of underwear, and I had to go to Old Navy to get underwear. That's my memory. <laughs> old Navy, give a little shout out. Hey. By the way, we'll take some Old Navy underwear yeah, if you guys if, want that sponsored. They want to hold sponsor up. this podcast. I mean, uh, yeah. How was New York? Right. Uh, were you classic New York actor living? I mean, like, uh, yeah, I did. You said you, that's when you were doing my commercials. first. My first theater show was uh, Shakespeare in the Parking Lot <laughs> in the East Village. We Excuse did Tammy of the Shrew in the East Village. <laughs> And uh, then I just cater waiter. Did you guys ever cater waiter? I, I is that like not. working at a big party? Yeah, because I hated waiting tables mm -hmm. because people can get so irate about food. But cater waitering, you just pass out the same food, and it's it's just these parties, and you would pass out the food, and you didn't really have to talk to the people. Yeah, and no no one has too many special orders unless you know. What right. I mean? It's not like can you do this, but without the tomatoes, but add mushrooms. Yeah. And take no, it. you're getting what you're getting. Yeah. And then I would pass out flyers in Bryant Park. I would temp. I do all kinds of, and then I started doing commercials, and that's when I was able to kind of make some money off acting. What when was the first, when oh, did ahead. you when did you become a full time like full time actor? I'm not doing any other. Odd well, jobs. it took me seven years to find a TV and film agent because people only saw me as a commercial actor. Wow! And then, and I remember pilot season would always pass by, and I'd be like, "Ah, oh, this is so frustrating." And then this manager took uh, a risk on me. Mm -hmm. And that's how I kind of found another manager, and then I—that's when the arrested audition came out. Wait, so they would see you 
like you know in commercials and they be would like, just that's see about me the as, extent of his skill set and they would just kind of see me as the quirky guy who does a lot of commercials and they never saw that i uh, other for no other imagination stuff. yeah they need to and it was it was frustrating i learned a lot though and that i mean yeah so i mean that uh, that children's book a lot of that came archibald out of, archibald yes because it's he i mean this is another meta moment but like my time in new york i was like oh i'd get so fresh and i'd be like that sitcom's coming that sitcom's coming you have to tell yourself that right yes yeah. but i gave that too much weight so when I got it, Arrested didn't satisfy me the way I thought it was going to satisfy me. And oh, it scared me because I was never really present in New York. I was always mm. looking ahead and always being like, oh, and I was looking ahead. And the thing is, if you're not practicing contentment where you are, you're not going to be content when you get what you want. And I got yeah. what I wanted and it scared me. And so this, so the children's book is about a little chicken who's always looking to his next thing and missing where he is. And mm. he's got the bee side. And the bees, the bees like, you got to just be, man. You got to just be. <laughs> Oh, the bees are beatniks. That's great. <laughs> oh, yeah. New character. And Archibald, people can get the book anywhere, yeah? It's on Amazon. Yeah. And the cool thing is it's uh, it's the show that you did a voice on. Yeah. And, it's, uh, and now he's a very present chicken. And so yeah. he lives, he yes hands his way through life. He sees the best in people, incredibly positive. You know, that yeah. that's re- that's a really important message. And, and whatever job you're in, I mean, hell, uh, Adam and I is headlining comics like when we were hosting all we wanted to be was headlining comics yeah, yeah, and yeah, now we're headlining yeah. comics and we're thinking yeah we're not doing theaters no, we're I want to be as a juggler yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> wait how long have you been doing it 15 years wow yeah I started did you start here uh, yeah because I, 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 I was born and raised uh, in Orange County so yeah my first open mic was at the Laugh Factory right down the street really yeah what's your what are your would you guys say is your top I don't know if you can say this yeah. top okay. three venues I would say maybe not just LA. Your top three venues that give you the most joy to do the mat. Um, uh, well, let's break it down into comedy club, theater, yeah, and um, yeah, because uh, comedy works in Denver. Yeah, okay, that, that is in, it's in, underground. The, it holds about downtown club two fifty maybe. Yeah, and is it a vibe that you're like? Yeah, I like yeah. this vibe. It's the intimacy. It's the um, I think all comics uh, in a comedy club love the intimacy, but still obviously like want a good amount of people in there so you can make money and and the laughs are really, uh, you know, uh, excessive. But it just, it's underground. It's the acoustics are amazing. It's also Denver. I mean, Brad's been there so many times, can attest like. So I would think, uh, this might be an ignorant question, but I when I'm doing theater, I mm-hmm. kind of like. There's a part of me that doesn't want to see the audience because yeah. of course you can kind of escape a little bit. Yes, yes. But with stand up, it's just the opposite. You like to connect. I, I do. I like to see the first couple rows. Okay, but not not everybody. Yeah, if if it's a packed house and you can literally see every single face clearly. Yeah. Then there are moments as you're talking where it kind of real. You kind of realize what you're doing. You're watching yourself. Yeah. You're like. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm up in front of 350 people <laughs> yes. just getting mad if if they're talking. It's all yes. about me. Yeah. Like, you selfish fuck. Like, yes. what's wrong yeah. with you? Yes. I yeah. will say to that point, though, I mean, I I can't do it unless I see a good amount of people. Like, and mm. I don't want all the lights up, but like, I, because I do a good amount of crowd work in my act, too. Yeah, so it's yeah, like, yeah. I have to have that uh, connecting. I like to look people in the eye when I'm. You know, you're obviously, you know, performing, and so there's yeah. that element of, of just playing the room and, and using the stage, but, like, I definitely am trying to not look blankly around and really, like, look at people because yeah. it just... Uh, What's your immediate go-to for a heckler? Like, if somebody says... Don't have one. Uh, I'll, no. I'll work every moment definitely. Yeah, you adjust. You adjust, I mean, meaning you you don't listen to them? Well, or here's, you... here's the thing about crowd work is, is what yeah. I've learned over the years is that, like, 
when I first started, I wouldn't uh, listen. So I would just be thinking, oh, say something funny, say something mean. Yeah, yeah, because I wasn't yeah. listening, they'd say yeah. something and then I'd be like, so that, and then whatever it was didn't coincide with what they said. And then when you get comfortable enough to like trust yourself to actually build the moment and yeah. even have some silence and kill it with kindness is what I do so that I have jurisdiction to slam them if I have to later. Uh, and the crowd's on your side. Because if yeah. you're mean out of the gate, unless you're a roast comic, people go see yeah. a show and Jeff Ross is... Uh, somebody does something and Jeff Ross immediately puts them down people go yeah because that's yeah. what we're here for but, yeah. but I does. love that you said it's the same as acting you listen you, can, you can't be in your own space you have to listen yeah. and the best part about when you listen to a heckler is I, I let them talk Cause like, but oh. I'm I'm paying attention to them. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. sometimes they're too drunk to be there, and, and you gotta... then they'll inevitably always say something. Yeah. that gets me like, okay, now I have this. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah, they'll yeah. always or they'll do you ever always, just want to yeah. get to their pain. That, oh, I I've done that. I would oh, yeah. find to be like absolutely start, start therapizing. In <laughs> oh, a big way. I love you saying that. That's what I do, and it's yeah. an amazing tool because literally, I just recorded my album in San Francisco at this uh, real intimate venue, and this woman after one of my jokes goes well that died right and it was a joke that kind of like tailed off like that she goes well that died and i go now what about that moment made you feel like you needed to say that right now uh, people kind of started laughing and then yeah. i just kind of went in on her and earlier this uh. weird guy in the corner had this like top hat on and this vest and i'd done a whole bunch of crowd work with him and i and he had his hitchhiker thumb out this started the whole show and i go you what are you hitchhiking he goes i yeah i have i go you have and I go, all right fuck the album let's hear that story he tells this amazing hitchhiker story he said something that I won't oh, say wow. later in the uh, crowd work, and then I end up using it on her later after what she said. But I like really eased oh, into it uh, yeah. and was just stayed calm, you know. But yeah. um, there are have been times where I've lost it and uh, on Trump people, and uh, it didn't feel good. Yeah, <laughs> in Reno, Nevada. <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah. and you want there's some there's probably a balance of you want to. I would want to get to their pain. Part of me to shame them. Yes, yes. But then also to bring to light yes. the motivation of yes. why they're yeah. Like, why to your point? Why are you feeling like you're needing to say that? What did what? Who hurt you? Yes. Yeah. No. Like, it, you the, know? Yeah. There's been times when I've broken down a guy <laughs> yelling at me by saying, "Now, are are you mad right now because your girl is more attracted to me <laughs> than she's ever been to you?" And I'm making her laugh that more than you ever have yeah. and ever will. Yeah. Is that is that what is you that, feel the need? Is that and it? Then he's got to sit in that space. Yeah. And, and now and like, now there's no way to, for him to answer what's that. What's a correctly. challenge a dude's manhood oh, live? Yeah. Oh boy, there's a tough. <laughs> Yeah. Right when you said that, I was like, "It's nothing better." Yeah, <laughs> there is nothing because then, because yeah. then I've done things like that where the guys yelled out, "Like I'm going to kick your ass!" I'm like, "Great, you're going to kick the ass of a dwarf." I hope yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. was that you your feel, dream? Yeah. Was that your dream? I for can't your wait parents? to see that headline. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh no, yeah. So, so is that so is that the story that your dad's going to lead in at his fucking dinner party with his friends? Like, hey, you know, I know your son just got his doctorate, but mine. Oh, he bit of a dwarf. The shit out of a dwarf in Raleigh, North Carolina. Finally, beat that. Cancer cure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Okay, so Denver and then who? San Francisco. It's yeah, uh, a good a top one. spot. Wait, um, you say San Francisco? The punchline. The punchline. He just cobs okay. up there. But yeah. the whole city, I've done the Masonic. It's their big 2500 seat theater. It, it's just Do you a ever city. get nervous? I mean, I always allow for, not that it's not going to go well. I think yeah. we're both, I've been doing it 12, he's 15. We just yeah. done enough shows and enough times in, you know, um, you know where you know it's you're not going to be able you're not going to bomb because we have enough we've in had, our pocket we've handled any yeah. situation there's nothing if really you we can't. do have i'm yeah. speaking as a person i haven't done theater a long time yeah. and there's I, I might be having this opportunity soon or mm. it looks like i will and to it's, go back to go back to it in new york and Ooh. it's in san francisco oh okay. wow 
And there's something about uh, it's all. Ab- I, I know I, I'm excited about it. I'm excited, but it's that You're managing Hamilton? the. <laughs> yeah, great. Everybody doing Hamilton. Okay, great. But it's always about that managing the anxiety of it all. Yes. Yeah. And it's I I think stand ups the amount of practice you get in front of a stage to learn how to manage that. I'm just kind of fascinated. Yeah. By. I yep. love to allow it for is. a little bit of nerves because if I yeah. don't. It just makes me raise my game, and not not like nerves of like, oh boy, if I don't, I don't put pressure on. Like if I don't crush, I'm not, I'm not good. But more of like, you know, and that's why writing helps because if you always have new material in every set, there's always you that feel prepared, yeah, well, prepared. But also there's that element of like, oh, this I don't because new material you never know if it's going to go well or not. You know, and that's the the yeah, challenge and yeah, the joy yeah. of doing it. So if that's mm-hmm. always in every set, then yeah. I there's always a little uncertainty, and I can I can get up on that. You know, <laughs> I ever did this bit with Julia. Uh, we were at some show where we were presenting something and it was crickets and we left and it's that how do you handle that kind of moment you mm-hmm. know of course you can kind of spiral and be like oh we should have done this and then you can just be like eh, laugh it off yeah we try yeah. you guys well, do that all the time and and the, the, the thing that um the thing that i've sort of come to grips with is take comfort in the attempt you mm-hmm. attempted mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. and that's like good. You, you had the bravery to even stand out there and be like, I'm going to try something new. Yeah. I don't know if this is going to work. You attempted something that ended up destroying your career. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but take comfort in that. But take comfort take in that. Comfort totally in that. Will. You tried. But you but you you hosted an award show one time, right? Or it was like a Webby or a... Oh, it was... <laughs> yeah. Shorties, right? The Shorties. The Shorties. Yeah, yeah, Webby yeah. Webby Shorty. Yeah. I know there was a Y in there. Somewhere yeah, somewhere in yeah there. that was... Um, that was, yeah, that was a, there was a lot of fails in that one, <laughs> <laughs> but like you know, for that yeah. you're you're and, but that, preparing. Remember, yeah, and I, I remember having the moment of like I've never ever done this before. I yeah. mean, that's and I don't know if I ever want to do it again. It's not. Mm-hmm. It's not. I don't know if it's my skill set, but like, woo, this is new territory, and you just got to keep walking. Yeah, and it, like I look at how the Oscars ran without a host this year, and I'm like, yeah, it seems like a lot of stress to host the Oscars and opening with Queen worked yeah that worked it really did yeah they should you got high energy yeah everybody was on their feet yeah, yeah. Uh, what a way to start an award show they should yeah. do that every time and I, then just open with like funny right after that well you know, i mean they, what they did they, they have so many what was the funny afterwards? i think it was tina fey and, and oh and Maya, yeah, right? yeah yeah that's right at least like the first few should be mm-hmm. they have so many rock biopics coming out now because of queen's success that they could literally do Next that year's every the elton year john yeah Next year's elton john then they're doing um chumbawamba sean mullins <laughs> Are you serious? Vertical Horizon, <laughs> Tracy Chapman. That's actually not a joke. That's I would like to see that. There or is like, an Alanis Morissette Broadway show that just came out. No way. What? Yeah, it's Jagged Little Pill. It's called Jagged Little Pill, and it's a Broadway show. Oh, Yo, whoever is playing Alanis is probably, I mean, is it Adina Menzel? Oh, wait, I'm sorry. Adele Dazeem? <laughs> so good. <laughs> Come on, How, let's just address one of the great. good, right? Yeah. She's unbelievable. Well, with both good, Alanis, Alanis and uh, and Adina. I would love to see Adina and Alanis. Um, first Oof. of all, just run their own country because <laughs> those sound like queen names. But um, <laughs> it does just, sound very. Just be in a castle. To where people go, them, right? Adina. I mean, it's called Jag a Little Pill. Can you? Yeah. You, can, Look that up. On, right? on your on sure, your sure, sure. My computer machine. device. Yeah. I'm still waiting Which, on the Dolly uh, Parton. Oh, it, it, <laughs> all right. It, it is a true story. He's been trying to talk. It but happened not. in New York, and not not what only, year was this? Not only did she place third. Uh, Do we have footage or pictures? Uh, not only did she place third, but she the person who won was a drag queen. 
Wow. <laughs> so bring that to RuPaul. That's a lot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mama Ru, I got news for you. <laughs> Who's that drag queen? <laughs> I, I'm, yeah, that, that, that show fascinates and amazes me. So you've been watching all seasons? Uh, my wife watches. I am in the room usually like doing dishes or something, so therefore I am watching. <laughs> or you're watching by her side the whole time. Sure, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah whatever. My wife's a makeup artist, and what oh, that's the, so cool. The uh, just the con, what how they can change their face. It's just fascinating. Yeah, the contouring. I still don't understand how they put such dark lines on their face, and then in the end, you don't see the dark lines. I know that's a really probably basic thing, but they blend it yeah. to the point where you, but then it still contours the face. I don't yeah. get that. Yo, I probably should uh, be asking my wife this question. <laughs> yeah. My, yeah, my wife watched the show and then gets depressed because she sees what uh, what the men look like without their makeup. And then when they put on their makeup, they're like, so we all could be hot, but we just don't have the skill set or the time. Okay. And it's a lot of time. It's a lot of time. And yeah. those, co I mean, the costumes and the money these girls got to put into it. Yeah. Are the, what are your shows, you and your wife? Do you have uh, um, do you have a Sunday fun day where you watch shows? What is the show? What's the show that we, well, my daughter and I watch project runway together love that okay um and my wife and i let me think we are <laughs> this is see this is what does scare me is because somebody will say what'd you do over the weekend and i never can remember it's okay <laughs> it's not okay <laughs> it's actually really bad well we watched that documentary this past weekend yeah. we always watch snl the next day cool on sunday yeah. um a show though we were watching the killing a little the killing oh, yeah. killing eve killing the one with uh sandra oh yep. oh yeah that was intense. Um, wow. But I watch a lot of YouTube. Me too. Oh, yeah? I really... Don't sleep on YouTube. It's still kind of the, the king of content. Oh, well, it's all it's all my daughter watches. Like, it's all... It, she's 10, right? It, she's 13. Wow. Are, you, are you watching how-to videos? Are you watching shows? Like, I just... I, I love... 13-year-olds are all about If I want to laugh, man. I'll always watch Ellen sending somebody through a haunted house. Hilarious. <laughs> that makes me laugh every single time. Yeah. yeah. Um, however, someone. I hate haunted houses. I can't Why? I, oh, I mean, I might as well just you know have a house to walk through my childhood. I mean, it's just like <laughs> <laughs> what's around the corner. Do you, do you, but do it's you also do like a do you do like a Buster scream in real life? <laughs> <laughs> what is the let me think. I mean, this is another meta point. We're not meta. It's not, not that not everybody can think this, but with horror movies, with haunted houses, I don't, I genuinely don't understand them because there's so much fear in society. Why yeah. do we sit in a space in a movie theater and get scared together when we walk outside? Yeah. I'll be, I'll watch CNN and be just as freaked out. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, you're, you're, you're talking to a guy who was in the country of Guam when Kim Jong-un was like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to nuke Guam. Like in the next few you days. Were there? I was in Guam doing a stand-up show. And then they're like, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to nuke Guam. And yeah. everyone's like, Dude, I was oh, like, all right. Let's go watch a horror movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was literally on Dwarf.com being like, who can replace him? How can I get a new podcast partner in you, 24 hours? You can order one. Uh, <laughs> it is you? No. <laughs> it is, it is funny, though, that like the amount of, I mean, there's this horror movie called Orphan. I remember seeing it. Ugh, and then I went back to around. name alone. The, yeah, and the kid was so creepy. And then I went back around my nieces and her twin nine-year-old girls. And they made one weird face, like trying to be joke, like make a psycho face. And I was like, oh, you're possessed. <laughs> Where'd you put my string cheese? You know, like they're just. Also, you look at that movie, this movie's paranormal activity. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you yeah. right now, don't mess with that shit. I know. That shit's real. I, know. I don't want to sit in a room. I know. <laughs> I'm not going to be playing with that. I'm no. not opening that door. No. Yeah. 
I already wake up at three in the morning. And think <laughs> I know. Oh, do you get freaked out from little house sounds and stuff? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn. I like a sound machine for that for that purpose. Like, yeah. Kind of, it, it's, it, what's your uh, what's your go to white noise? Oh, just white noise. It says white noise. Oh, so there's, so, a, there's a category that just says white noise, and it's like a. Oh, I thought it was gonna be Fox News. Yeah. <laughs> what if it was? That's I'm Ed. From the South, so that's that Ed Funny Bread on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's my famous white noise. I was, I was debating between saying Fox News or Neil Young. That does kind of sound like a Jay Leno. That sounds like an old, like. I really think you should have gone with Neil Young. Damn it, should have gone with Neil Young. <laughs> That sounds like an old Jay Leno joke, you know. <laughs> so uh, yeah, the white noise, I got a new white noise machine, and uh, white noise, uh, white noise. Uh, it's just, a, it's called Fox News. Uh, anyway, the Google over here. That is good. Uh, Tony Hale here. Did you ever do that Leno? You good. did Leno, right? No, no, no. I never did Leno. I did Letterman. so many talks. Oh well, that's come on. I did Letterman. That's he iconic. Was, he was uh, also being a in really New York, cool right? The studio was freezing. Everybody says that. Yeah, freezing. That's but a really uh, nice guy. The producer of the show. I, I I got this from the book. Uh, Robert Morton. Yeah. He came up with uh, Morty Degrees, which is just you keep it <laughs> fucking freezing, a, so then everyone's alert. Awake. Yeah. Oh yeah, wow. Because if you're hot, then you're like kind of relaxed, and you're slumping, and yeah. you're like tired. It works. Yeah. It, it totally keeps works. Keeps you fucking up there. Uh, Did he come say what's up to you before the show? Yeah. No, but he was very, very complimentary and just like cool. Yeah, I did it twice. Damn. Yeah, that was neat. Did you get to keep your cue card? No, I didn't know that's something that people do. Yeah, I, I, I've been to a, a few people's homes where they got to keep the cue card of Dave. Like, man, please, please oh, welcome. Oh, that's cool. I mean, technically, you can make your own and just say it is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. You can embellish it a little bit, like two time yeah. Emmy Award winner. <laughs> The my new best friend, best, I, hot best, guy of the year. Yeah, I think I was the second time I went out. I was promoting uh, Archibald the the children's book. I was yeah. promoting something else, and I brought and I brought that. But the book hadn't been done yet, and it was mm-hmm. just like the cover on like cardboard. Yeah, and I remember him being like, "What's this?" Like, <laughs> <laughs> what, what? and I was like, "Oh, maybe I shouldn't have yeah. that on the air." Yeah. Uh, to answer your question, uh, Jagged Little Pill, which ran in Cambridge, Massachusetts, will open on Broadway. Later in the fall, the musical uh, based on the book by Diablo Cody. Oh, uh, that's interesting. So, yeah. So, it, it's not... Wait, is it about her life? I don't think it's the story of Alanis. It's like a story that uses all, all of her music. music kind of like the whole uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mamma Mia thing. Yeah. yeah. But still, I will absolutely go see that, and I and I will be screaming that uh, Dave Coulier should be thinking about Alanis Morissette when he fucks the other girl. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that album is really iconic. It's unbelievable. It is. Do you have a do you have a do you have carpool kid music uh, and do you have Tony by myself pump up the day music? I'll listen to my daughter will always listen to her music when we're kind of going to school unless we kind of just want a time of talking. Mm-hmm. And then when she's out, I listen to pretty uh I listen to uh cheesy music. Not yeah. cheesy, but like uh I listen to hymns. Nice. <laughs> I was I listen to a lot of gospel music. So Anya? Folk. I listen yeah. to folk music. Patty Griffin, mm-hmm. um, Peter Griffin, P- P- Peter Griffin. <laughs> yeah. You strike me as a weird Al kind of guy. There's a distant. There's a band called Distant Cousins that did the theme song for. Um, I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. Anyways, there's a yeah. band called Distant <laughs> Cousins, <laughs> and who I really like. Eagle Rock gospel singers. I like just like really. Uh, it's uh, I, the, it, you're in your car so much in L.A. that it really has become its own little sanctuary. And I actually enjoy sometimes. Being in my yeah, car. and you you kind of have to learn to enjoy it because if not, you will go. Batshit insane. Oh, I'm, yeah. not a pod, I'm not a podcast Can't do that. person. I'm just listening. Except for the About Last Night podcast. I right? listen like to About listen Last Night yeah, which every day. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, I'm a lot of music. Yeah. I love music. Karaoke? 
that sounds like no i can't stand karaoke uh it makes me very uncomfortable to watch it does, <laughs> but in a good way. I would no, no. I take take that back. Like, if like somebody, meet the parents if uncomfortable. If somebody is really feeling it up there, yeah, even I if they're like bad. that they're having that moment. Okay, good. Um, but you uh, don't like the guy coming in five forty-five. He got off work at five thirty. He's singing more than words extreme by himself. <laughs> I've seen that, by the way. And I also just don't want to do it. I don't want someone to be like, yeah. "Come on up, let's do it." I'm like, it's not. That's not my thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, and it's it's kind of like how you probably feel if you see bad stand up where you're like, or bad improv, oh, and you're I, like, I, I have, have to, to leave. The I space. have to leave the room. Yeah, I can't watch someone bomb. It's too much. And do stand up because and I, not I, know how to bomb. Yes. Like if they bomb and then they, you can feel Own them it. starting to tense up. Yeah. yeah, it's just like, oh, I just, it's like a codependent nightmare. I, I gotta get out. I have to leave. Let Let's move on to happier thoughts. Oh, please. Toy Story Four. Wow, yeah. you are a voice in Toy Story I'm a Four. Voice in Toy Story. I'm, I'm Forky. <laughs> I mean, I'm a spork <laughs> named Forky oh who's my. having a bit of an existential crisis. <laughs> I'm in. Thank you. You're just based Sold. on that. Yeah, yeah, just based on that. You How do you get that call? How do you get that audition? Right. It's one of those things like, uh, I, you know how like, this is life is just funny because you think you were mentioning about kind of your goals and dreams yeah. and I, I kind of try to stay present and it's, it's hard. It, that's harder for me. Mm-hmm. But I, I would never have in the past been like, all right, I'm going to do a voice on that. You know what? It's just life just like throws a surprise like that. You've done like, several oh. voices. I do. Yeah, I yeah. do a lot of animation voices and I really love that. Um, yeah. Did you, did they send you like, was it an audition? Did they just straight up said, hey, will you do this? No, it was like, yeah, they just asked if I did. Wow. Of course, you're just like, yeah. Um, <laughs> did, they sh- did they show you what Forky looked like yeah. before you? Yeah. And, yeah. and were you just like, I'm going to be an action figure? Yeah, dude. <laughs> I, was, I came in thinking, all oh, right, I'm going to be like the guy on the motorcycle and I'm a spork. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going to be the, this I'm gonna is, be the cool this, spork. This is when Buster and Gary <laughs> dies and we get the manly. I'm going to be fucking Rambo. I'm gonna no, be you that think guy. Buster I'm and Gary be, would be a spork. Yeah, yeah it makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, Joe, and they're like, no, no, spork. <laughs> spork that's always it. fun. It's like, you know, you've done animation, but it's like when they show you your character. Oh, yeah. That's always really well, neat. Well, that's what I was saying, getting to see Archibald and what I voiced. Yeah. Like, have you ever done, have you ever voiced a character? Only one time, but I'm literally going from here to go do Robot Chicken. No way! So I'm so excited about it. You're gonna go to uh, Stupid, Stupid Studios. Stupid yeah, yeah, yeah. Stupid, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I'm so excited about it because I love the show. What's the character? I don't know. They haven't told me what toy I'm going to be. Which, oh, that's cool. As man. long as it's not a dwarf voice, I'll be happy. <laughs> as long as it's not like, oh, no, you play, be. you play no, the Peter Dinklage be. character. I'm like, this is my one time. <laughs> Oh my god! How funny would that be? <laughs> I'd be so mad. You're like, it's, oh we're, yeah, we're doing a parody of the uh, Leprechaun movies. So yeah. you do the Leprechaun. Damn it! God, it's just my voice. <laughs> they had me do a real perverted like Michael Fassbender. So I feel like you're gonna do. Wait, uh, really? Yeah, a perverted um, Michael Fassbender. Yeah. What's right. the if 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 when you get asked to audition when you yeah. get asked to go is it what is it always the sultry? Yeah, like I mean, I mean, nice that you think that. That's yeah, the, I love that. Yeah, He's that's what the ladies ask guy. for. No, it's, 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 it's that kind of like <laughs> yeah. deep resonance. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, by the way, I don't have it. <laughs> you hear my voice and you're like, oh yeah, quirky sidekick. <laughs> <laughs> I think Spork. I think Spork. I think Spork. Yeah, I think Spork. Wait, are you going to get to uh, when? When does it come out? Uh, uh, June. Holy shit! June twentieth, my parents' anniversary. 
Oh, you... Wasn't that nice of them? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> did they consult you on the release they sure date? Did. They sure We're did. looking for release dates that coincide you know what? with my someone's... parents' anniversary. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Wait, okay. have you That's met uh, Hanks and Tim Allen before? I've met. Yeah, I met uh, Tom uh, Hanks. I've... He loves Veep, right? He's yeah, he's a yeah. fan of Veep and. Last time I recorded, I saw him, and that was very, I mean, just like, that's one of those things, like, he's such a nice, normal guy. I know. Yeah. You know? And then you walk away, and you're like, oh. My wife always makes me laugh, because anytime she sees somebody like that, she always says their first and last name. So, Amazing. Like, Tommy! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, we were, I don't know where we were at some appointment or something, and we were going down the elevator, and Lionel Richie walks in, and she just goes, well, hello, Lionel Richie. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, by the way. I know. She just hey. owns the whole name. You know what? But at the same time, I mean, people in show business, they 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 have egos. Now, did he turn around and yeah. go, hello, is it hello. you I'm looking for? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you go, oh, oh this guy doesn't no, turn it off. No, no. Nope. Always a bet. <laughs> Always never a bet. stop doing that if I was Lionel yeah. Richie. I wonder oh. if he was pissed off when Adele came out with hello and he was like, ah, oh, she took it from me. For sure he was. <laughs> right? Yeah. He's like, that's my thing. He, if he yeah. was really uh, with the times, he would have made a funny YouTube like response yeah. video. Yeah, I think somebody actually did. I oh, think really? I saw because yeah. I spent a lot of time on YouTube. Nicole Richie did? <laughs> Probably. Yeah. I will say that uh, the fact that your wife says the full name, uh, that's actually very helpful because uh, I was walking my dog yesterday and someone pulled their car, their, their car over and went, hey, Brad. And I'm just like, uh, do I no assume it's me you, like oh do, yeah yeah are yeah. you a friend like are you someone that i have met before oh, and, and then yeah. they and then there was this like pause and i go hey and she's like big fan and then just and just drives off so i'm like well say, yeah yeah say, yeah it would help that yeah yeah so yeah. i can see that i can see if that if someone walks up and goes like hey tony hale you're like oh okay, okay yeah 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 we're we not we don't have a relationship yeah well i have a question what is your guys go-to thing when you <laughs> mm -hmm. see somebody that you know you've seen a hundred times and you don't know their names oh, what would you say to them would you go hey man hey buddy like what is your go-to thing but or dude yeah dude I'm, yeah okay. um, uh, now now play it oh actually i say play a lot and, you say play and Jimmy Pardo told me to stop saying that. <laughs> <laughs> now you're talking to now you're talking to this person, yeah. Yeah. and another person comes up that you do know their name, but you don't remember the name. They're talking. Do you go? Oh, do you know? All oh, a thousand percent, oh, a thousand percent. Yeah. Now, do you think it's now universal that people know that they don't know that? Sorry, that you don't know their name. That's a go-to thing that everybody does. I just tell people that I don't know anyone's names. <laughs> really? So you will go up to somebody I flat out. Really? I'm honest. Like a person you've seen all out. the time, be like, I don't remember your name. Like, well, I, hopefully, if I see them all the time, that I somehow. I don't think people know. I think there's yeah. a way to hide it. Like, yeah, like. I'll do my best, but like I'll man. be like, oh, Tony. Like, yeah, if somebody comes up, or yeah, if I know yeah, them, yeah. I'm like, oh my, oh fucking. Or Barry, you make have it you stupid, met? like you just forgot to introduce. I do that a lot. Or well, just I'll, don't do it. I'll oh, just be kidding with it, and then they'll say, hey, I'm sorry. If they'll, they'll say, hey, I'm Sally. Or go, something. Oh, like, I'm sorry. Oh my gosh, I thought you guys knew each other. Yeah. Or okay, oh my okay. god, I'm so sorry. I don't know who the fuck you are. Yeah, but yeah. this is um, <laughs> yes, this is yeah. Exactly. I want you to do it. Subtext is. You're going on. You going on or went on a Disney cruise? I saw it on Ellen. Did you already yes, go? I already went. And you love cruises. I love cruises. And I love that about you. I love cruises and I love malls. And I and love- a cruise is a mall on water. I mean, so it's wow. Happy if that's not me. their slogan- <laughs> That's right. It should be. It really it is. pull the same crowd. And you said- <laughs> <laughs> A mall on water. <laughs> Wait, uh, we've got two minutes. I want to know, what do you love? Because we performed at the Mall of America a bunch. Never There's been, a comedy club. Never been. That sounds And like you love night. malls? I love malls. That's like that's, saying you love your... Dolly and not knowing that there was an impersonator who's Ooh. better than her. <laughs> and it was a drag queen. <laughs> yeah. um, that's like I, mall uh, mecca. There's something, I think I grew, I well, I know I did. I yeah, grew we grew up, up in the, yeah. I grew up going to a mall. Yeah. I didn't grow up going to the park. I no. grew up going to a mall. Mm -hmm. And there's something about 
about the smell. Yep. There's yep. something about standing and be able to seeing every escalator clearly. Yeah. Going into a, there's always one department store that nobody goes into. Um, there's <laughs> and always they love a, to see you when you come in. Yeah. yeah. There's always a Sparrow at a food court. Yeah. Always Damn. a Sparrow. Damn right. Panda Express. And there's yeah. a certain smell. And there's always and my daughter pretty mm. much learned how to walk at a mall because we would just we would just go to a mall and there's little kid parks and she yeah. she do she did and then we just she she just practiced walking up and down the aisles and to this day our fun of our favorite activities is just go to the mall and walk around. I fucking love that. Which and is so not the opposite of nature, but you know what? It's our story. But, <laughs> but at the same time, though, it's so great that it's like it, it, it's in now this time of everything's on an iPad, everything's on, right. a, every, everything's digital, everything's on a TV. Your your people are having sex with their avatars. I just assume. Uh, <laughs> okay, yeah. let's, let's get into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that you're, you're just like, hey, let's just go to the mall and walk around. There, there's yeah. there's simplicity to it. There is, and I always I'll always go to Chipotle. I love Chipotle. Yeah. There it is, and I will always just sit and then just kind of tour around to kind of see what's going on people watching at the mall is solid <sighs> there's just joy do you there's have a favorite joy. kiosk like one of those like when i took my nieces last time there's the guy was standing in the thing throwing those like gack balls you throw them on the ground yeah. it splats kids love those yeah. my daughter loves them. i will say if there's something i'm not a fan of mm -hmm. it's kiosks in the mall <laughs> oh that if i could remove something <laughs> it would be kiosks that's a lot of business because it takes away space <laughs> to walk <laughs> And there's something salesman-y. There's always like, I don't trust them. Hey, do you trust your wireless provider? Yeah. You're like, this is not I the guess time. I did. Yeah. Like, maybe. Well, even the guy with the gag ball is doing it in a way where he's like, you're a fucking bitch for not having as much fun as I am. Don't yeah, you want yeah, this? Yeah, yeah, Four yeah, bucks. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. get out of my way, man. It's a little, it feels like the person spraying perfume on you when you yeah. walk in the department yeah. store. So yeah. I'm not, that's a section I'm the not a fan The of. only kiosk guy or girl that I will like is if they're doing... They're playing with some toy that's some like thing that you need skill to play with, yeah. but they're really good at it. Yeah. I can watch them like there, there's something called a devil sticks where it's like three sticks and you just keep oh, one yeah, going yeah, in the middle. Yeah, 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 but yeah. like, yeah, there, there's one guy that's like really good at it. I'm like, I'll yes. sit and watch him for hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's <laughs> always no way. For real? You'll yeah. watch that guy do that for yes! hours? It's, he's great. I can and there's always that tops. kid who hates their job at a kiosk and is just on their phone the whole yeah, time. Yeah, I know. Not doing anything. And that, honestly, that's the kiosk I'll gravitate towards because I don't feel like sold at. Yeah. You they're know, not going to try. They're not the dude from. Right. Yeah, they're not going to try to do their job. Bring and it I back to Gary Cole, the yeah. guy from office space with like 9,000 <laughs> yes. pieces of flair. And I always have my go-to <laughs> go statement when I walk in a store. Hey, is there anything you can help with? Oh, no, we're good. We're just looking around. I, I mean, they say that all the time. Oh, no, we're just looking. Have no, that we're just chambered. Looking. Yep, just chambered. Ra just ready to go. Well, no, we're just looking. We're just looking. Uh, yeah. Favorite moment on the Disney cruise? Food. It's, it is an enormous amount of food, and I yeah. do like choices. And it's good. <laughs> and I do like choices. <laughs> and it's like cheese. It's like Cheesecake Factory. Cheesecake Factory is pretty much a catalog of a menu. Yeah. yeah. And I like those it's choices. Everything. If they don't have it on the menu, they'll go get it from another restaurant. <laughs> yes, but then again, I also like an In-N-Out that has like yeah. five choices. And yeah. they, it's a very simple, so it's both. So uh, we I don't like that middle of the ground where no. there's like, are there choice? There's some yeah. choices, but not great choices, Gross. but it's not simple. Yeah. So what's something about the final season of Veep that you're not allowed to say? <laughs> <laughs> great closing question, Brad. Does Selena Meyer die in the end? <laughs> uh, what is it? Um, oh, if you watch the show, 
Yes. There was um there was a mention of Labor Day between mm-hmm. her mm-hmm. and I. There was something that happened on Labor Day that shut us both down. Like yes. something we did together and that comes up again this season. So of, okay. of that there's a little like I'll that mystery is like somewhere that I can say that. I'm hoping it's that uh, Gary just went to one of those like eyes wide shut sex parties. <laughs> What happened? And RuPaul's there. I think. Oh, Mama Ru. But he's got secret he's, love affair. He's. I'm sure he's got some kind of altar to Selena in his apartment. <laughs> he's also got like Costco versions of stuff that's in his bag that he just practices with every night. Getting out of his bag. Hand sanitizer. I got it. New seconds. Comb. Okay. Uh, so March 31st, Veep final yep. season. Yep. Um, Archibald the book is out now. It's out now, and the show's coming out in the fall. And uh, uh, it's very exciting. I can't wait. It looks so good. New season of Arrested Development just came out. Yeah, it's coming out this weekend. Okay. Yeah. March fifteenth, and it's going to be fun. And Toy Story four in June. And Toy Story four. You can't get enough Tony Hale in your life. I apologize. You can't get enough emasculated, quirky sidekick Tony Hale in your life. You're welcome. Every time you eat with a spork, you'd be like Tony Hale. Thank you. <laughs> he can't even be called Sporky. It's Sporky. <laughs> well, come back in June and tell us Tom Hanks stories. Yeah. yeah. I'd love to come back. This okay. is fun. You're the best. Thanks for doing this, Tom. Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to say goodbye. Show. That's the show. Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast with Brad Williams and Adam Ray. Boy, they're a lot of fun, huh? Why don't you subscribe on iTunes to this fucking podcast, give them a five-star rating so this midget and this Jew can feel good about themselves for a couple minutes. Also, get on your iPhone or Android and get the podcast app. You can also listen to it on Stitcher or aboutlastnightpodcast.com, where you can hear past episodes with great guests like Lisa Kudrow, Paul Feig, Kevin Nealon, Bob Saget, Dion Cole, Chris D'Elia, Adam Devine, Michael McDonald, Jaleel White, Bud Friedman, Steve-O, Harlan Williams, Tom Arnold, Ron Funches, Rick Glassman, Blake Anderson, Anders Holm, Jessime Peluso, Joey McIntyre, and many, many more. I'm Tony Danza. Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast. Good night. That's it, right? You got it? Sweet. Boy, it smells good in that booth, by the way. What kind of candle is that? Hanukkah Willow? <laughs> nice. Man, what's up, dog? This is your pal Bugs Bunny. Say, uh, I got a question for you. Do you know who has the head of Elmer Fudd and the body of Foghorn Leghorn? Why, that's Adam Ray and Brad Williams. You're about to listen to About Last Night. Ain't I a stinker? Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. 
With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.